Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Johnny. Oh, you son of a bitch. I'm Joe. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that's the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Now, you may notice that Joe normally goes second. You're mad at me now, aren't you? But yes. I am because <laughs> yep. it would have been second, Joe. Everything would have been totally normal, totally fine. Uh, and then you decide to just take your hand and swipe the toy shelf sitting right next to you and just knock everything on the ground. I, Destroying his office. Yeah. I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> yeah, it was... I, I asked Joe to close the door behind him and in doing so he like reached and then recoiled and in his recoil just bitch slapped all of the little like a cat knocking something off the table <laughs> yeah. and just everything went on the ground smart yeah immediately i was like that's it your your third chair today my body it's... did it on its own mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't excuse it so you're 35 years old get control of your body <laughs> your body is a temple i understand that but you need to get it in gear and get it under control yeah like a Greek temple that's all fallen apart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're the Parthenon now, not yeah. back then. Like, Zeus isn't coming to you now. He would have been back in the day, maybe. I don't know, but... Wow. <laughs> I couldn't believe that happened. Unacceptable. Ridiculous. Like, ready I, I'm really, like, I really hate your Spider-Man shelf, because I am always <laughs> knocking stuff over. I love it. You can slide the chair over a little bit. You got a little leeway. John's not going to bite. Much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He would have if your body was more of a temple, but as in its rundown yeah. state, no biting. No, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, we were all ready to start the show. I said, all right, everybody ready? All right, Joe, close the door. I had it open uh, while we were just sitting here. I was like, Joe, close the door. Close, to close the door. I'm not, it's not important, <laughs> but I definitely farted. <laughs> I'll admit that. That's fine. You know, if we're going to poke fun at people, I definitely farted. I ripped one right in here. And, you yeah, know. I, everyone's human. Yeah, exactly. Things happen. Everybody you know? farts. Exactly. Thankfully, in that moment, shit didn't happen, but here we are nonetheless. <laughs> so, yeah, I asked Joe to close the door, thought everything was fine, and then somebody must have said something to him. One of the pint-sized heroes must have had some back talk, because he just did not hesitate to pimp-slap a motherfucker. <laughs> the whole shelf. Oh, just also, the whole thing. I fucked up. Yeah, you... Oh, come on, Miles yep. was a little askew as well. Yeah. Come on, Joe. Yeah, so now you're relegated to third chair. I hope it feels good. I hope you feel proud of yourself. For I mean... What I, you did. I, you deserve I, it. I deserve it. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> yeah. It was uh, when it happened. I was just like, I don't, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I don't know what my body just did. Yeah, my, my body Im- betrayed me. <laughs> my head immediately went down like this fucking guy. I swear <laughs> to God, because like sometimes you bump into things and just like one figure falls and that's fine. Like it happens. I did it yesterday when I was in here. Uh, but that was <laughs> the whole show. That was caught above. <laughs> the yeah. whole shelf. Thankfully, you didn't hit the Lego bridge because oh, oh God. if you had destroyed that, uh, granted it's Lego, so it goes back together, but. Man, oh man. It's hard to like figure it out when you're not following step by step. Yeah. I would have put you in the hallway. I legitimately would have stretched because that microphone cord will stretch to the hallway. So that's your next stop. I will put you in the hallway. You can still participate and you'll like you won't be able to hear us as well because the door will be shut. Um, but you know, you can the still kind of be able to hear it. We'll jiggle yeah. the cable when it's your turn to talk. Yeah, there yeah. It is. Pull, pull on it. Yeah. yeah. We'll get some wireless headphones for you. So You'll you just set it. up the extra monitor out in the hallway. No, John and type not. out the message to me that's saying like your turn. Nope. You no. just get the, the the cord wiggle. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We're not making accommodations for you during your punishment. Not <laughs> how this works at all. Joe's uh, never been put in timeout before. Uh, no, he has. He's going to continue to do so as well, apparently. Uh, but Joe, when you're not destroying my stuff, what did you play this week? <laughs> uh, I played a lot of stuff this week. Uh, one of them we'll talk about because it was kind of a we all played it together. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, it'll be part of another storyline. 
Um, but uh, this week uh, I played more Resident Evil 2 because I'm still not done with the Resident Evil 2 remake. Even, even though every you week you say that <laughs> yeah. you are. Even though every week I say that I am. Oh, I'm done with it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this week, I, uh, after like completing all the different versions of the, the main game, this week I was like, okay, now I'm going to make sure like I sit down and I play the two bonus missions, which are the uh, Force Survivor, which is the Hunk mode, and then the Tofu mode. Yay! And uh, they were very frustrating. They are not designed to be easy. They are designed to be a challenge, and boy, were they a challenge. I think they were still easier than the original uh, version of the game. Mm-hmm. Definitely the Tofu one was a lot easier than the original version of it. So the way these ones work is like you start off with just a set amount of uh, items, bullets, uh, health stuff, and you have to basically play the game reverse, going from the end of the game to the beginning, but uh, in a very fast... Like, you're not stopping to collect items, all the doors are open, it's just a run. Yeah. And all the rooms are just filled with different, like, layouts of zombies. It was uh, pretty much like a game of trial and error, of basically just saying, like, okay, how do I get through this room as quickly as possible without taking as much damage without wasting a bunch of bullets? Mm-hmm. Um, I got... Uh, you know, it took a while when I was playing as Hunk. It took a while. I mean, it's just, like I said, it's trial and error. Like, you just get to a room and you're like, okay, you know what's the best way to, like, sneak around these guys? And, like, I, I pull up some videos sometimes where I was basically like, I don't know how to get through this room without getting completely ripped to shreds. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I ended up uh, managing to beat it, getting it to the end, like, by the thinnest margin of success. Nice. Where, like, I had, like, any if anything touched me, it would kill me. At the end, Mr. X is, like, chasing after you, so he's just, like, walking through, and you're running, screaming, like, oh, God... Because, you know, when you play for, like, the first half before he shows up, like, you can kind of, like, take a moment to, like, assess the room and mm-hmm. stuff. This time, you're just being chased by a guy who's just punching you in the back of the head repeatedly. Yeah, it's basically the video game equivalent of you in my collection. Yeah, knocking over yeah. your uh, your little Mighty Mugs. Yeah. Or whatever the hell those things are called. Pint-sized heroes. Pint-sized heroes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like, got to it with, like, him swinging his fist at the back of my head as I'm, like, running for the exit. With, like, just narrowly dodging all the zombies on the way and managed to complete it and, like... Uh, I think my time was like 10 minutes. The like world record right now is 7 minutes. Okay. Uh, so I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I, I did pretty good in the end. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Uh, the tofu mode is you have to basically do the whole thing, but you just have a knife mm-hmm. instead. Um, which I, by the time that I like was done getting through the hunk mode, I had pretty much like figured out the way to just get through things just by dodging without mm-hmm. like, really having to like shoot anything. Um, except for certain areas, like, you just couldn't get past stuff without having to shoot them. Uh, the only difference between, or the difference is from this one to the original one, when you played the original Resident Evil and you did the tofu mode, you just had a knife that you could swipe. In this one, you have a whole bunch of knives, and the way that they changed the knife mechanic in Resident Evil is that, like, if you get grabbed by a zombie, you can stab them with a knife and, like, stop them from hurting you, Mm -hmm. but you lose the knife in doing it. It just sticks in their neck. You just, like, stick it in their neck and push them yeah. away. And, like, you can kill them and take the knife back off them after you kill them, but you don't have time to do it because you're getting sworn by a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. The thing is that in this one, they give you, like, 15 knives oh, when you're okay. playing as Tofu. So, like, it was just about basically figuring out the best way to, like, get grabbed, stab something, push them away, and then run for the exit. So it's a lot easier. The thing I did know is that once you beat Tofu mode... It unlocks another tofu mode, and then another tofu mode, and then another tofu mode. So there's Deep five tofu. There's five tofus. Well, they're, yeah, they're like different flavored tofu. Oh, really? Is it tempura tofu? Yeah, and like one of them is flan. <laughs> All right. Um, and each one of those have like different items. Like one of them, you just have a bunch of grenades. One of them, you just have um, like healing items. So it's like figure out how to get through while getting attacked, and then like when's the best time to heal. I just bothered. Being the regular tofu mode, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna like 
Yeah, you're I had done a hard enough time. I'm hard, yeah, I'm done with this. You're game. done with the game now. Why? I was done yeah. with the game. Fast that forward was, next. That week. was at the beginning of the week. At the end of the week on Friday, they updated the game and added a bunch of new stuff to it. Mm-hmm. So they uh, they added a bunch of free DLC to the game. Uh, they added a new mode called Ghost Survivors Mode, which adds three new stories to the game. Okay, cool. Yeah, where you play as three of the like side characters, and you find out like who the, like what happened to them, or like how they got to the position that they're in. Uh, and this was free, and this, so it's a really good free DLC. Like you get a lot of content out, out of it, um, and like they, you know, they got their own stories. They add like new, different ways to play the game, new like uh, enemies to them and stuff. So they're, they're not like half-assed. They're, you know, really impressive DLC, especially for a free one. So like uh, first time I played it, I didn't really look into them before because I was like, I just want to figure out like on my own. So I didn't bother reading any of the articles and stuff. So I didn't even know that they added like new monsters. So the first one I played, you're going around and like I find a note that says like, oh, like look out for like the pale zombies that like regenerate. And I'm like, oh, weird. And like I turn around and there's this new fucking zombie that kind of looks like the pale man from um, Pan's Labyrinth. Mm. The, like, guy with, like, no yeah. eyes. Yeah, the, well, he has eyes. They're just in his hands. Yeah, they're in his hands. The, the zombie's not running around with hands in his eye, but just, like, it has no, it's all pale. It has, like, no eyes, no facial features except for the mouth. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ! I, like, I wasn't expecting them to, like, add new zombies to the game. Another one... Uh, each one of them, like, had their own new stuff to it and, like, a new way to play it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that one added those zombies, and they, they, like, regenerate. Like, you can't kill them. Like, you shoot them, they'll just, like, heal. Uh, when you play as the other guy, um, they're like poison zombies that like their skin is like purple. Mm -hmm. And like, if you shoot them, they explode into like a cloud of poison. Oh, fun. So you have to like, obviously like, don't let them get too close to you or they'll poison you. You Mm -hmm. have to like kill them from afar. Cause if you do, if you don't, you'll get poisoned. Uh, and then the the other one had, um, armored zombies, which are, they're like wearing like body armor, but like different parts of their bodies, like their armor fell off. So like. You know, you'll come in and they'll have, like, a, a bulletproof helmet or, like, a bulletproof chest piece and the head's exposed. Or, like, they'll have them on the arms. So, like, you have to, like, aim for certain body parts to try and take them down that way. So, I was like, oh, wow, like, they didn't fuck around with this stuff. They actually, you know, took it pretty seriously. Nice. Yeah, which was surprising. Um, I didn't play them, like, too much. Uh, well, they just came out yesterday. Yeah, um... And, well, and I was like, I just kind of want to try them kind of thing. So, like, I tried each one of them. I found out there's actually a fourth mode. I think it's after you beat the other three, mm-hmm. another character unlocks. Oh, cool. Um, so, I was like, oh, that's, all right, that's cool. So, that's something I'm going to have to, like, actually sit down and, and like, try and figure out. Um, but, I mean, hell, free DLC is always great. Absolutely. Uh, they also yeah. added um, new skins for the, the main game, which added the... PlayStation 1 graphics skin, so they look like the PlayStation 1 characters Oh, now. that's awesome. Yeah, and they look really cool when you're, like, running around. Yeah, I like when they do that kind of stuff where it's just like, oh, it's a cool homage to, to mm-hmm. where it came from. Yeah, like, Doom had the original Doom mm-hmm. levels in every level. Yeah, and the new, new like, Tomb Raider did the same thing, where they had uh, skins from, like, all of the different ones. So yeah. you could be, like, original, like, Angel of Darkness, like, this one, this one. So that was pretty cool. Otherwise, I picked up the new Far Cry that came out. Now, this is the standalone expansion to Far Cry 5. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. They always kind of do like an intermediary. Yeah. One, primal and uh, Blood, Blood Dragon, Dragon. Primal. And this one is, it takes place 17 years later after the events of Fallout uh, 5. No. Nope. 1700? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Far Cry. 
I can see I why you, you're going to see why I, I can get confused. Yeah, on this I can one. see where you're going and why you got confused. That's because at the end of Far Cry Five, spoilers is what I mean. We talked about it before, but we yeah, did. like a bunch of nuclear bombs are detonated, and like you run to a bomb shelter, and as far as you know, at the end of that game, that everything above you has been destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one, it says seventeen years later, uh, everything is not destroyed. And How many still years? Seventeen. And it just seems like it sounds like you said 1700. I was no, like, that is a lot of years later. No, no, 17 years later. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is fine, apparently. Well, you're just recreating the movie Blast from the past, right? That's what this game is. Um, uh, yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, not enough yeah, Brendan so- Fraser. Say what? Not enough Brendan Fraser. No, although he's in a new show, which everyone says is fantastic. Yeah, um, Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol, yeah. which I always like the comic. So, mm. um, but yeah, it's 17 years later and everything is fine, apparently. Like, it's it's post apocalyptic, but like everything is bright and super colorful, and there's like trees and plants and stuff everywhere. Well, I guess that's does a differentiator. Come back up. Yeah, I guess it's a differentiator than other post apocalyptic. Like every post apocalyptic scenario can't be desert and true. And I, yeah, yeah, clearly they're trying to like do it their own way, but it's just the kind of thing where like at the end of the last game, the world is on fire. The whole, I thought it was just that area got hit by a new, like the whole well, it, world. It never, it doesn't explain. Like you oh, don't okay. know. It's cause it just kind of happens. Yeah. But like in that hope County is like burning to the ground. Mm-hmm. Like you're driving through as everything is burning. And then apparently 17 years later, all the plants completely grew back perfectly fine. And like mm-hmm. everything is super green and stuff because it's taking place in the exact same area. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you could argue, like, it was just the one area that you were in was the place that was most affected, but uh, fucking, like, five nuclear bombs go off. Well, but, I mean, you, you're not supposed to take Far Cry super seriously, no, I guess. Not at all. Yeah, so, like, they can just be like, yeah, and then it just turned out everything was okay. Yeah. They were half bombs. Yeah. So, it was five half bombs. So yeah. Not terrible. They were, they, were, they were bombs, but they were also seeded with super seeds that made sure everything grew back <laughs> super fast. Yeah. Healthy yeah. bombs. Yeah. There's, there's they're, they're, uh, nature bombs. Nature bombs. Yeah. <laughs> Burn all the old nature, replace it with new, like, mutant nature. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Because, like, everything is, like, super colorful. Uh, apparently, like, not a lot of people died because there's still tons of people running around. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, a happy ending to Far Cry 5, then. <laughs> well, <laughs> sure. <laughs> as happy an ending as it can be. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, uh, but still, also, it just feels like any other kind of. Okay, so it's. Even the bright and colorful, because that's something that a lot of stuff does now. Also, like everything, Rage, Rage was a desert, like desert and stuff, but also like it was all bright colors. Yeah, like Rage Two is nothing but neon. Yeah, neon and, like, everywhere. No same man's with, sky. Like, everything is purple and yeah. And yeah. Same with like uh, even even though it's not technically post apocalyptic, but like um, Borderlands is super colorful. Mm-hmm. So there. In the end, I just kind of, as I'm playing it, I'm like, eh, this kind of just feels like every other, like, post-apocalyptic game, even though this one just has trees. Because, like, you, you still do so many, it's just filled with so many, like, post-apocalyptic tropes. Yeah. Where, like, you're, you know, you gotta go and collect scraps to build, like, weird post-apocalyptic weaponry where, like, you shoot saw blades out of a gun and, and, uh, it's just, I... It feels like the there was like a certain charm to the first one to yeah. Far Cry Five because like the setting was like oh you're in like Middle America and like it's super down home like 
Yeah, that was what stuck out to me when that game was coming out. Where like I hadn't played any of the other Far Cry games, but when we were talking about it, I'm like, the fact that there's this cult leader and this like cool storyline has me so much more intrigued. And then to take that all out, granted, you're not necessarily going to continue it because that's not what the Far Cry games do. But to take out that one thing that was really cool and then just replace it with generic, you know, Fallout. Yeah, like it's almost like if this one wasn't really tied to Far Cry Five in itself, you could just call it post-apocalyptic, you know, Far Cry. Yeah. But still, like, you can't help but compare it to the game that it's based off of. Well, of course, because it's the same map, it's the same engine. Yeah, yeah. and like it just it loses the charm at that point. But also, this is follow suit for the other ones, because you had Blood Dragon, which was an 80s action movie, and then you had Primal, which is in the BC times. Like, yeah, so I guess they all featured tropes. I mean, less so yeah. with the prehistoric, because there's not a lot of prehistoric set games, but like, I get what you're saying, where like, the, there was a lot of 80s tropes in, in Blood Dragon, right? It, I mean, it, it's an 80s movie. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I kind of get that that's the thing of it, no, but it yeah, still I know makes that, it disappointing. Like, it's kind of what they do. Yeah. It just... It's kind of like, yeah, but in the end, I just I don't feel like I'm playing anything new. Whereas in the last one, I kind of felt like I was playing something new, even though it was the fifth game in the series. Like, yeah. it's not a setting you see very often. No, what's the in thing? Like, games, you, you were excited for, you wanted more of the same Far Cry Five, not more of the same every other video game. Yeah, which is, but that's kind of funny because Far Cry is also every other video game. Yeah, but the setting was at right. least unique yeah. in I Far just, Cry Five, and it's also a forty dollars game. So like. You, you gotta take yeah at least this wasn't Far Cry right. 6 you didn't pay yeah. 60 bucks for this yeah. where like you're excited for I mean, the next I'm not Far Cry game. I'm not saying it's terrible like it's still I don't know I'm hearing f- nothing but it's terrible no, I'm just kidding <laughs> it's still like fun to play yeah. it just doesn't have like the thing that grabbed me in mm-hmm. the other one put that on the cover fun to play yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's really what it is like I'm I'm playing it like you treat a lot of other like Ubisoft games where I'm like ah well I'm just gonna run around and collect stuff and like unlock the map but, like, I'm not really all that interested in the story at all. Mm. That's uh, kind of a bummer, though. Yeah. Because you not... were super into the story of Five. Yeah, oh, yeah. The story was really intriguing. The story is what made me want to keep playing in that one. This one, I'm not, I don't care about the story, so I'm just playing it to, like, play it. Yeah, cause Which is, Because yeah. it's fun to play. Put that yes. on the cover. Play it to play it. I'm just fun to play, it play. To play it. You know? Reviews don't have to be great. <laughs> no, they don't. Sometimes no. they can be downright bad. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah, it's just kind of disappointing, hmm. but uh, I, I haven't played, like, a ton of it because it just came out yesterday, yeah. and, like, I was, you know, switching between playing that and playing the Resident Evil update because mm-hmm. uh, they both came out the same day, mm-hmm. so uh, I, I can't really, like, weigh it as a whole. Maybe I'll play a little bit, and then, like, all of a sudden, it'll get more into the story that ties it to the original game mm-hmm. that will have me going, like, okay, now I'm interested. Like, not, maybe once I start finding out what happened to, like, Joseph Seed and, like, the main character from the last game then I'll be more interested. Yeah. But as of right now, it just feels like super generic. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Do you play anything else this week? Uh, well, I played the one other thing, but we'll, we'll get, we'll get into that. We'll get to it. It's a tease for later. John, yeah. what did you play this week? Speaking of being disappointed about things. Oh. Wait, did you have expectations at all? No, <laughs> but also like I have always said I wanted to be pleasantly surprised and I was not pleasantly surprised when I signed up for Game Pass and played uh, Crackdown 3. Mm. 
so it's finally here. Which also came out Friday. Crackdown time. It also came out Friday, and it also feels like it should have been out about seven years ago. Yeah. Well, technically, it almost feels like it should have been out that yeah, long. Yeah, well, it was yeah. announced. It was supposed to come out that year. So, Crackdown 3, it's not great. Um, but it's also, like, I, I, like, I'm following up your thing, where it's like, oh, well, I'm playing it to play it. Like, yeah. I, I, it's more Crackdown. There's collectibles. It's fun to collect stuff. It's also... Um, Another thing that you were saying last week, Joe, where, like, you don't like characters being, like, stuck in, like, you want to be you and then have powers. This one has, like, you play an agent, but they have certain attributes to them, and that's stuck to that character. You can change your character at, like at any time. Like, in the other time. ones, you could custom make your your You were, you were, you were agent. Yeah. yeah. You had your, your mask, so, like, you, or your helmet, so nobody but saw your you face. Like, you, like, picked the face that you wanted and stuff. Did you? Yeah. All right. Well, so you just you play random characters, and then you pick up DNA from other agents from the other games that are scattered about on the map, and then you can play as them. You only have a choice of I think six to start. Terry Crews being one of them, obviously. I mean, but, why would you play anybody other than Terry Crews? Um, because his like attributes are not that great. Uh, that's so not I, true. Terry Crews' attributes are fantastic. He's the greatest. Uh, yeah. You. You're, he's not technically Terry Crews. I don't remember what his name is. He's like your your the mascot of the the agents. Mm-hmm. Um, like you tear down towers and he shows up as like a giant hologram. He tells people to fight the power or whatever. But there was this cool like kind of cool opening scene where he's like being jokey and like giving a prep talk to all of the agents, and then uh, they're in this like flying vehicle and it gets destroyed and everyone dies except for one agent, and that's why like all the DNA is like scattered everywhere else. Um, and you can like change between them, I guess. And but so you actually like become the dead agent instead of just taking their power, and you can use it. I don't know. Like, there's no explanation <laughs> for like why you can just like if you go to a uh, um like a spawn point, you can just change into different agents. So I'm guessing you just recreate your body. Oh, well, that was the big thing of the other one was that every time you died, you were just cloned. Yeah, you were just regeneration, and then yeah. that's what they say in this one. They're like, "Oh, if you die, like we'll just rebuild you." Um, so th- that's the same in this, I guess. Um, but there's just not that much that's very different about it. There's like small things like collecting the orbs. There's now like a beam of light in the air, so like you can see them from further away. As opposed to just kind of like having to use your ears. And most of the time you just hear them going. I hate using my ears. Um, but I don't know. Like how's also. It, how's it graphically? Uh, oh, I was going to say that after. The, the cutscene looked cool. Uh, it looks like a 360 game. Like the light effects are really nice on the things that have like texture. Mm-hmm. But it's still this like weird pseudo cell shaded game, so like your skin is still like flat toned, but everything else is really nice textures. Um, so like if you're looking at it static, you're like, oh, that's a pretty looking screenshot. But when you're playing it, you're like, this looks like garbage. It's jittery and yeah, and like uh, it doesn't look good in motion. You can't play co-op uh, from the get go, even though it's an option on the map. Like you can't play with your friends or anything like that. So like I'm just playing the single player. Um, it's also, anytime I get an orb, my game stalls for about three seconds. So, like, I'll pick up an orb, and it, like, bursts into more orbs, and then they slowly go into your body. But once I once it bursts, it just freezes. And then they all go back into me. And it does that anytime I get an achievement as well. So, anytime anything's happening that I'm getting an achievement, it stalls for about three seconds. I'm like, you spent 
fucking what eight years making this and it's still broken i wonder how much of that is you're playing it streaming on game pass or no because you download it right you download it okay never mind then i was gonna give them the benefit of the doubt like you're streaming it so maybe that's it but no if you download it then never mind yeah no it's all on my hard drive also the load times take forever which is again i mean granted they delay this enough and then they finally put a date on it it's still not done like it's very no. clear that this is not a finished product well, the only thing i can think is that like they were pitching this one as the xbox one x game and you're playing on an original an original xbox, xbox on one. x yeah maybe but that's so like maybe. lagging when when achievements pop is like no yeah that's something that shouldn't happen. bare bones thing like i can understand it doesn't look as nice on the xbox one or maybe there's less enemies on screen or something like that like that would make sense and you'd be like okay i have the less powerful console but it's still playable like freezes like that are yeah. not indicative i know when they they put this release date out they're like this is the last release date we're gonna have for it, it. just means shovel it as fast yeah, as you can get it out and get then start out. patching as quickly as yeah, possible we're not delaying it anymore but maybe they should but the the stories inconsequential. Like I honestly I mean, have. Really I I was thinking about this myself uh, when I was thinking this. I was like I I actually couldn't tell you a single thing about what the plot of the other games were. But this one is trying really hard to make it a plot. Like you played Wildlands, so you know how like it had that branch of people you had to take down before you could yes. take down the main thing. It's the same exact thing, except none of these characters have any personality. You don't mm-hmm. see them until you kill them. All the all the levels or like all the the missions you have to do to get to the killing them are just like blow up this, blow up that. Like there's no like anything that has any sort of variety in it. It's just shoot, jump, blow up, see someone shoot, jump, blow up. Like I, I mean, granted that's kind of what Crackdown Two was, but also that was a game that came out in 2010. Like yeah, is uh, it really that long ago? I, I th- probably earlier than that. Yeah, I, I imagine. And Crackdown that. One came out when Halo Three was out, so yeah. or before Halo Three was out. Yeah, okay. Um, but like I'm, I played a lot of it. I stayed up until like two in the morning playing mm-hmm. it just because I like collectathons generally. Yeah. Um, and like it's cool to be an agent sometimes, like to punch stuff. Driving is impossible in this game. It was always kind of hard in the original Crackdowns, but this one is just like anytime I get any sort of airtime, my car just kind of like defies gravity and does its own thing um and i mean i I hate shitting on it but at the same time i'm still playing it like yeah have you played the multiplayer at all no because you can't but like even the competitive stuff i haven't like the co-op i haven't even tried wrecking zone or whatever oh wrecking zone is just going out and blowing shit up oh there's nothing to it it's like just a, a demolition mode oh i thought there was like a competitive aspect to it also i don't know i've I saw it and I was like, yeah, that doesn't sound interesting. So I didn't even give it a shot. But I mean, it's more crackdown, I guess. Yeah. It, it's just it's just seven years too late. And like we were talking about you saying like you know at least you paid forty bucks for that. People are paying sixty dollars for this. Like, are they though, or are they just I gotta signing up? Everybody for game pass? to sign up for Game Pass. <laughs> I'm yes, but this is a retailed sixty dollars yes, game. Yeah, the, it's dangled out there for the ability to spend sixty dollars. Yeah. But. Yeah, this is just kind of the worst case scenario of what I expected for this game. Like, I wanted people to be pleasantly surprised. I wanted you to play it yeah. and have fun. And it seems like you're at least enjoying your time with it, even if it is just kind of like it exists and therefore I'm playing it. But I mean, this is the quintessential Joe game. I put on the hockey game last night and I played Crackdown while I was listening to the hockey game. Yeah. So, like, I was half paying attention to it, collecting green orbs and punching anything that shot at me. Like, 
Uh, also, you know how like the other game, it, the dude was always talking to you and being like, agent, do this and agent, do that. Now you have another one. There's like a woman, like an Indian woman who also tells you what to do and they like argue with each other all the time. Uh, Wasn't the other guy turned out to be the bad guy at the other, like at the end of Crackdown 2? That was the first one I thought. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. yeah but so that guy's back? I, yeah. Or I don't. Is it just another guy? It's just another guy. It's so the same voice though. So, um, but like they both argue with each other and he's like agent you like you know we can't take down civilians and then she'll be like there's something coming from over this direction go over there and i'm like fucking stop pulling me in three different directions at once is there like i a, have orbs to there, collect is there like a morality system to the game or no. anything where it's like whatever one you follow like he's the mm. bad guy she's the good no. one no no I I I guess I shouldn't have expected there to be Stop giving them credit. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> also like the the other one if you killed enough like civilians the like police would come after you or whatever. This one like I'm just shooting anything that yeah, walks. Yeah, they, they go like you you've gone rogue agent. Yeah, no one they don't care. Um, there's, like, some, like, nice stuff about it. Like, you slowly reclaim areas. So, like, when you have, like, an area that's entirely taken over by the agents, um, like, turrets and stuff will come out, and they'll protect you from, like, other people coming through. So, like, the other gangs will come through and try and attack you at times, and these turrets will come down and shoot them. So, that's nice, but, like, there's just, everything's super antiquated. You, you can swim in this one for once, but... The very first area you start in, everything's surrounded by poison, and I fell into a, the water that was surrounded by bridges that you just couldn't get out of. And so you can swim, but why? You you can swim, but you can't, you can't get, get out. out of the water. Yeah, and so I just had Fucking to sit there and wait down. for my character to die, and it took forever because you have like three like things of shields, and yeah. then you have your health, and he's slowly just going. Ugh, ugh. Ugh. It took like probably a minute and a half, and I was just like, I can't even respawn because respawn's not a thing. Like you can't. There's no suicide. There's button. no fast travel option until you're at a fast travel location. So like, I just had to float in the water and die. I was just like, Come on, guys. Oh man, floating simulator 2019. Really, really stepping their game up. Yeah. So I mean, I just I hate like following suit and just being like, Yeah, it's not great, but it's just not good. I mean, you're not the only one saying it. I haven't yeah. seen good reviews, so. Uh, but I'm trying to be the optimistic person no. and say, like, I wanted it to be good. Like, I was genuinely interested well, in don't. coming out. <laughs> yeah. And instead of just being like, oh, what a piece of shit. Yeah. But at the same time, eh, it's not good. Yeah, like, you obviously gave it a chance and it let you down. Yeah. Which is, you know, it seems like piling on, but that's just because it's not a good game. Or it's not, a, you know, a great game. Right, right. and I gave it its due. Like, yeah. none of us played Fallout 76, so, like, it's hard for us to shit all over that. Yeah. But, like... I, I gave this its due. Like yeah, it, you tried it, it. It got my money. I'll continue to play it. Like it is throwing achievements at me. Like everything like you do, you get an achievement. So it's like kind of feeling yeah, my achievementness. Yeah, at least you can up your gamer score a little bit. Yeah, so like I'll continue doing that. And it's like I, I I can do the Joe thing. I can do something else while playing it. I don't really have to pay attention to the story because there's really not much of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will like finish it, but it's just it's not good. Have you played anything else on Game Pass? Uh, no, I did look at, like, the list, though. Um, I, j- I just signed up for it yesterday. Yeah. They were doing a deal that was $2 for two months, which is nice. $2 so for like two months? Two months, yeah. I thought it was for, like, two weeks. No, so I'll have this until March, and lots of stuff is coming out in March that I'm, like, interested in. Yeah, so, so this will carry you over. So this will carry me over, and, like, uh, once I'm done with Crackdown, like... It's not everything that comes out goes to get past. No, but, like... There's still stuff that will be added to it that's always a surprise. It'll be like, oh shit, I wanted to play that. Yeah. Uh, was, there, was there anything on the list that you looked through that you? There's a bunch of indie stuff that like had always been on sale that I was like, oh maybe I'll throw five bucks towards that, and then I was like, but I'll never play it. So like 
now that I have this, I have the option to at least download it and be like, that was fun for five minutes or, you know, whatever. And if I like it, it's still on sale. Um, but there wasn't anything that, like, I went yeah. down the list and I was like, oh, shit, I can't wait to play that. You going to download Sea of Thieves? No. That was the other big uh, yeah. Games Pass game. No. Uh, I also had a nightmare about fish last night. So... Oh, that's right. Yeah, you hate yeah, fish. Yeah, he's inside <laughs> the water. Yeah, yeah. I had a nightmare that. that I was, like, collecting fish for something and it wouldn't fit in my, into my inventory and I was stranded in the ocean and there was a giant version of the fish that I had to collect that kept knocking into my boat. <laughs> Sounds like a fun game, though. You should write the, that down. Did the fish steal your Nintendo Switch hat? <laughs> no, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> There's a lot of video game-related nightmares this I have, week. I, I, I have very vivid dreams all the time. It's just proof that I don't sleep very well. Mm. Um, but yeah. Uh, crackdown, not great. Did you play anything else? Uh, and then we played that other thing. The other thing. Yeah. Yes. The other thing. Yes. All, we're almost to the other thing. Don't worry. Uh, I played a lot of Apex Legends this week. Uh, I won my first two games, so nice. that was very exciting. I unlocked one of the the new characters, the Mirage, the guy that like leaves a hologram. Yeah. Or like oh, a decoy I'll unlock of the other one then, because uh, I guess most people unlock the gas mask guy. Oh yeah, I didn't. Caustic, I think his name is. Yeah, yep. I didn't. I didn't go. I opted for the other dude. I played him a little bit. I didn't really like the decoy system. I kept forgetting to use it, and it felt like a waste. Whereas I used the Bangalore's more often, like the regular soldier right. person. Yeah. So I used hers a lot more often. So I just went back to, to playing with her. But I I was very excited to win two games, and I didn't feel like I was letting my team down in the game. Like, uh, you know, one of them I died and was revived, but both of them I at least had like the same amount of kills as my team members and one of them like i i won a game and then immediately like left i had to go out i was like i'll play one more game won it and then had to leave when i came back to play the next game i was the champion <laughs> so oh, I, was, nice. uh, I was pretty happy about that. i got to be the champion i've been a kill leader i've won some games i'm having a good time with apex legends who'd you win with uh bangalore I oh think. so it's really the only one you play with yeah for the most part like, the only match i won i was also bangalore but only be Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thanks, Siri. Yeah. Um, so Siri agrees. That's also what she thought that you were Bangalore that one time. The character I usually take was, ta- uh, what's his name? The Samoan guy. Yeah. I know. He was taken. Um, mm-hmm. And so I would, I would just happen to be her. And I was like, oh, the only one, like the first time I play as her, I win her match. So yeah. maybe I should stick with her. But there you go. Nothing. No. Nothing but net. Swish. Swish. Yeah. Yep. No, I, uh, I, I'm still enjoying it. I'm getting more people to play. I was. Like playing with an old coworker the other day who had like been playing on Xbox and downloaded on PlayStation. So like I'm telling everybody I can to play this game because it is it is crazy fun and it's still super popular. Like it wasn't just like a one week fluke. Thank God uh, they hit 25 million players last week and at most had two million at the same time. Yeah, two million was the um, forget the, what the word mm-hmm. for it is concurrent. Concurrent. Yes, two million concurrent players. Yep. I think it was also like, I don't remember if we mentioned it last week, but I saw it at one point where it was the first game to beat Fortnite on Twitch. Oh, four I did. Day, four or five days in a row since like August of 2017. That's great. Yeah. Because obviously Fortnite was the biggest thing in the world and everyone wants to watch it streaming, but this overtook that, uh, even if just for you know a brief time, because Fortnite's got new uh, seasons starting and yeah. all kinds of stuff. They're like giving away battle passes too. Like they're. I don't think they're feeling the hurt per se because they've made so much no. money and will continue to do so, but they definitely are feeling pressure from this new, you know, this new battle royale game. That's well, good. Well, I wonder if they're feeling pressure or they're just like dicks. They're like, oh, you're trying to muscle in on our territory. Huh? How about we just slam you with uh, giving us some free shit? Well, that's, I mean, that's still feeling the pressure. Even if they're like, 
they don't necessarily feel pressured. They know that if they don't do something, then they could risk losing a, a huge portion of their audience. Right. They're at least aware of competition. Yeah, exactly. They're not like, whatever, nice try. You're gonna, you're just gonna become Realm Royale. You're just gonna become... Yeah, they're, they're not like, oh god, Radical Heights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, they were fine with that, but they're not fine with this because they're seeing the numbers and they're bearing it out. So I'm I'm glad that people are still playing it. It's it's still a ton of fun. Yeah. There's still some like weird audio issues that I'm having where when I shoot machine guns, all sound cuts out. Which yeah, I was is, getting that problem too. Uh, which is very frustrating, but also like the second you stop shooting, like it's fine, and then the next time it maybe doesn't happen again. So it's still intermittent, but uh, it's definitely one of the smoothest launches for an online game that I've seen in a, quite some time. So especially I'm, one that had like such a no big, build up, yeah, like yeah. well, like build, big player base that jumped on to yeah. it right yeah. away. Yeah, like, big you're player base a lot of like oh, all the servers are down yeah. because we weren't expecting as many people to come play. When there was no beta, like no public beta for yeah, a wide no audience. Tests. Yeah, exactly. None of that normal online multiplayer type stuff. Mm. Uh, so, all power to them. They they did a fantastic job, and I'm going to continue to play it because it's free and free games are awesome, and I'm having a, a ton fun. of fun with it. Yeah. But uh, the other thing I played, which is going to transition us into the... Speaking of free Battle Royales. Yes, it's going to transition us into the new, the biggest news item of the week, uh, the Nintendo Direct from Wednesday? Thursday. 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 Um, so the, the thing that I played that you guys were all teasing because you played it. We were playing it here for an hour and a half. It seemed like it was 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, the newest Battle Royale game, Taking the World by Storm, Tetris 99. Surprise. Surprise. Yeah, like I joked. I was like, guys, I'm playing the new Tetris Battle Royale. It's like, but that's 100% what it is. So, um, you know, we'll talk about this and then we'll go into everything else that came out in the Nintendo Direct. But just by the virtue of the fact that we all played it, it seems like the perfect time to talk about it. Now, uh, for those of you who have not seen it, Tetris 99 is essentially a Tetris Battle Royale where you are playing Tetris and so are 98 other players. When you, it's just like normal competitive, like multiplayer Tetris. Yeah, where, versus tennis. Or yeah, Tetris, rather. Everything that you do, if you clear multiple lines in a, at a time, you throw junk to the other players. And last. Yeah, it fills up extra squares from the bottom of their screen. Yep, with little gaps in there that you have to then, you know, break around. clear. Yep, and get rid of. So uh, that, like, that's pretty much the gist of it. It's very basic. You can choose to attack different people. Like, there's different, probably more in depth features to it, but at its base core it's just it's tetris and you're playing against other people and it is so incredibly fun like i I, i'm so surprised that i didn't think that this was a thing that could have happened like when we were all joking about like oh who's gonna have the next battle royale like tetris would have been a thing you said and everybody laughed and yet yeah here we are i've played probably six hours of it in the three two three days that it's been out i like i can't put it down it's very difficult. I definitely had a hard time falling asleep last night because I was playing it. And then as soon as I closed my eyes, it was... Dun, 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 dun. And like, I'm just seeing the blocks in my head and the music's playing. I was like, I'm never You're falling asleep. You're having nightmares of no flat bars come in. Yeah, I'm never falling asleep. This is this is crazy. But what did you guys think of Tetris 99? Uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of had the same exact uh, feeling with it. Um, well, I was at work when the event happened, so... Um, I, you know, I rushed home once I got there and, like, downloaded it, and it was the kind of thing where I was like, oh, it's, it's, like, it's Tetris, like, Tetris is always great, I'm not gonna ever be like, oh, Tetris, um, but I I started playing it, and I'm like, okay, I don't know how this works exactly, I wasn't sure about how, like, the competitive aspect of it worked, because there are different, um, things where, at the top of the screen, it has different parameters that you can have for attacking the other enemies. Different targets. Yeah, well, like a way of targeting. So, like, you can set it so that if somebody attacks you, you attack them back. Yep. You can set it to attack whoever's doing the best. 
Yep. Uh, or killing the most people. Yeah. Uh, you can set it for whoever has the most badges. That's well. That's who's doing the best. Okay. Uh, the badges. So when you when you KO people, meaning you gave them junk that caused yeah, them to junk lose, to knock them out. Yeah. You get a KO, and as you get KOs, you get pieces of badges. And the more badges you collect, the more junk you drop mm-hmm. when you get, you know, two lines, three lines, Tetrises, yeah. so on and so forth. You can set it for random, so it just randomly drops things on people. And you can also manually target different players. Because mm-hmm. as you're playing, your Tetris board is smacked out in the center like a normal Tetris board. Yep. And around it, you can see all of the other Tetris players, all of 98 other people playing. Um, I mean, they're obviously they're very tiny because they're trying to fit all ninety eight of them on the yeah. screen. But you can clearly see like who has like who's closest to being full, yeah. whose uh, board is empty, and you can use the right stick to like move a little cursor around and target a certain player if you yep. want. So like if you see somebody is about to get knocked out, you can be like, I'm going to be the one to get the kill so I can get the badge, yeah. so that I can you know be better at taking other people out, especially well, come, and, come yeah, the end to it, yeah. 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 Um, it's very hard to do while you're playing Tetris because most of the time you're like want to try and be focused on your own Tetris board. Yeah, that's why I usually just use the right stick. The other option for is uh, it automatically targets people that are close to being knocked out, so it helps yeah. you get KOs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I just use the right stick. I usually set it on attackers, so people that are attacking me. Sometimes I just leave it at random because that's what it starts as. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like I'm I'm so focused on the Tetris game. The other people will fall by the wayside, or if I do well enough, they'll just get attacked, so I don't really care who I'm attacking. Yeah. I just want to do well myself. Yeah, so like when I first downloaded it, I it doesn't there's like no real instructions or anything. It doesn't Nothing. tell you what's going on. So yeah. I wasn't sure exactly what was happening. And it was a kind of thing where like all of a sudden I'd just be playing like three seconds of a match and all of a sudden a fuck ton of junk would just fill up my screen. I'd be like, I don't know what's happening, why am I losing? Yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly like what I should be trying to do when well, yeah. this, other than play Tetris. And that's the thing, too, is that, like, when you're playing, if you get, you know, if you clear certain amounts of lines, that obviously drops a certain amount of blocks on other people. But then you can also drop junk just for doing, like, expert moves. So, like, if you do a T-spin, which I had to learn about because I've never played Tetris competitively like that, you know, when you do moves like that, that drops junk, too. So, like, there's, you could go and all of a sudden, like, John, you were playing earlier this afternoon... And as soon as the match started, you got hit with like 15 blocks. Yeah, because somebody for like set up 10 seconds. Yeah, somebody set up one of those moves and just happened to be targeting you. And it's pretty much the equivalent of dropping in a high populated area in Fortnite or PUBG or Apex. Where just like, you land and you're fucked and you're out in 99. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It's great. It, it feels so much like a battle royale, but it's so different that it, like I can't wrap my mind around like all the similarities. But also it's, it's Tetris. So yeah. Weird. So, like, when I downloaded, I started playing it, and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Next thing I knew, two hours had passed. Yeah, it's crazy. And I just went like, "Oh shit!" It's one o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've just been like, you know, in a in the uh, the Tetris zone the whole yeah. time. So it's surprisingly like, I mean, Tetris itself is addictive, but like, it grabs you in a new way. Yeah. So it already takes an already addictive game and adds another layer of like addictiveness to it. And, like, one of the best parts about it is the matchmaking is so quick mm-hmm. that it that addictive nature immediately kicks in because you're like, no, i got to play again. Yeah, one yeah. more. Just one more. But you don't but yeah, have to sit through the menu. You can go from, like, losing to into the next match. In 30 seconds. In, like, 30 seconds. Yes. Yeah. Whereas, you know, when you're playing the Fortnites, the Apex, the PUBGs, you got to go back out. and go to, like, the training area. Or not the, like, 
at least in Fortnite, Fortnite you had to go to the thing, go to like the the, launch, the staging area, right? And then you got to wait to drop, and then you got to drop in, and then you got to wait until you get your first weapon, and then yeah. like, you actually get it's like five minutes before you actually get into and, action. Yeah, and then, you're, you're, and then you game. spend yeah, and then even then, once you like get into the game and you're on the board, you might spend ten minutes just running around looking for a gun and right. trying to find anybody to do anything with. Yeah. This one, it's always going. Yeah, like, it's Tetris, so there's not a there's not downtime. No. And, like, Joe, you were mentioning it when we were playing downstairs earlier, is that, you know, when you do well at it, and if eventually, like, n- none of us have won yet. So. You got very close. I did get very close. Uh, my highest is second, and that happened when you guys walked in. I was in the middle of a game. Like, I had I unlocked the door because I knew I'd be in the middle of playing Tetris. So I was like, well, they'll just come in when they get here. Yeah, we texted them saying, like, we're here. And yeah. then we stood out on the front porch for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, I was so in the zone, just playing Tetris. And so. You also had your music, like. Blaring. I did have my music blaring. Uh, but the the great thing is, is that like if if and when you do well, it's so much more satisfying than when you do well in the other battle royale games. Because like I said, when I won in Apex, like I felt good because I didn't not contribute. But doing coming in second in Tetris felt so much more uh, amazing because it's so much more faster paced. Like you're you're always doing stuff. It's solely your responsibility. There was never any dead time. Like when I won solo games in Fortnite, there were times where I walked around for, you know, three circle enclosures before I saw another person. Yeah. And so I didn't, you know, I had three kills by the end of it, but that was all in the last couple of minutes. So it was thrilling in the end, but very boring for most of it. Whereas Tetris, it's just, it's never boring. Right. It's yeah. entirely your skill that yeah. got you through. Yeah. And then by the end of it, those things are moving so fast where like you don't even have time to think. You just got to. Kind of know where it is Reactionary. and just throw stuff at it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all like Twitch at that point. Yeah, like uh, winning in PUBG. I've won a couple games of PUBG and Fortnite and stuff. And it's the kind of thing where like, yeah, all right, cool, I got it. Yeah. If I win at this, which I don't know if I ever will. Yeah. But if I ever come in first place in Tetris. He's I'm going be streaking like, down the street. Well, I, I, I'm sure I'm going to be like shaking and yeah. going like, oh my God, I did it, I did it, I did it. Like, oh my God. Where it'll feel like so much more of an achievement. Yeah. Like, it will feel like a serious accomplishment. Yeah. Like, even today, like when I came in second, like, I threw my hands up. I had no idea I was that close to the end. And all of a sudden, I died, and I looked, and I saw one, and I was like, wait. Wait, I came in second. Holy shit! Like, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. It's so much more exciting, and that just grips you. Like, I've always loved Tetris. It's always been one of my favorite games. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think I've yeah. talked about on here, like, I remember doing, like, a speech in high school about how great Tetris was and, like, brought in a Super Nintendo with the, like, Game Boy player so I could play it on the TVs in the school and just, like, I love that game. And this is the next level of that game. And I just, like, I, I can't put it down. And I think it's free. And it's free. And that's the best part about it. Like, it's free if you're a member of the Nintendo Online. But you have to be uh, to play online. If you have a Switch and you're not a member of the Nintendo Online, I don't know what you're doing. But also, you have to be. 20 bucks a year, get the game. Like, you get to play all these other games online, you know, so your Mario Karts, your Smashes, your Mario Tennises. So that's already worth it. And you get the Nintendo Online stuff. So, like, 20 bucks is a steal for that. So you get the NES Online plus this, too. Like, I know it sounds like a commercial, but, like, holy shit, is this the best deal ever. Yeah, you spend more money on coffee or, you know, soda or whatever that you drink. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I've I've spent more time in this in, like, two days than I have playing most of the free PlayStation Plus games I got, other than, like, Steep in the last... For sure. So, like, I'm already all in. And it's going to be such an easy thing that even when... The inevitable happens where some like real quote unquote real game comes out and I'm going to put time into that. 
then I can always pick this up and just be like, yeah, tonight I don't want to get involved in whatever story this is. Like, I need a break from Sekiro or whatever it is that I'm going to yeah. be playing coming yeah. up. Yeah, we'll just play a couple rounds of Tetris. Exactly. Three hours later. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, you guys sat here and were like, oh, well, John, you hadn't had a chance to play it yet, so we'll, we'll give you a shot. Yeah. You, you were very braggadocious, and I had to put you to the test because uh, you're like, oh, I'm the best Tetris player. I was like, all right, yeah. sit down, here we go. Uh, I did the same thing yesterday. I was telling you guys earlier, like a friend of mine, we were talking about like the group of us, we were passing the controller around, everybody was playing. And so we were all talking about like the best we'd ever done. And one friend had won a couple times. Another friend had gotten, you know, top 10 a bunch. And I was like, the highest I've ever gotten is fourth. And my friend looked at me and goes, I mean, no offense, but if you got fourth, I'm pretty sure I could get fourth. And my first reaction <laughs> and then was, the gauntlet was thrown. yeah, my first reaction was, uh, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> no I know offense, you didn't mean offense but... to it, but offense taken, motherfucker. <laughs> Anytime somebody says do. that, yeah. Yeah. I'm not racist, but. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, the next, my next turn with the controller, I got third. Like, and that was the best I had done. So I was like, all right, I got third. Now what, motherfucker? So he played. He got fourth, and I was like, all right, you were right. If I could get fourth, you could too. But it's not third. (laughs) (laughs) Eat it, chump. Yeah. No, so I had to throw the gauntlet down for you. We gave you the prime seat right in the middle. So, John, go to town. Let's see how you did. Did not do well. No, but but you got to get used to it. It's it's Tetris, but it's a new version of Tetris, and there's idiosyncrasies that you got to get used to. New controller and all that stuff, too. Exactly. So, um, but like... We just figured, oh, we'll play a couple games. And an hour and a half later, we're like, we should probably... We should probably yeah, get yeah let's podcast. get through this. Yeah, we should probably we get sit started. here talking and playing Tetris for the last hour and a half. But that's what this game does. It just like sucks you in and immediately, like you're just like, one more. One more. Mm-hmm. Like I have to make a rule for myself that I shouldn't play this game after like 11 o'clock because otherwise I'm going to go to bed at 3 o'clock every night. Cause it's and just... dream about it. Yeah, exactly. So, Like we said, the fact that it takes like nothing to get into a game it's so easy to just talk yourself into playing that one more yeah because i even like if you win the games aren't that long no No. like to go to the end they're not that long but there's sometimes where you like you just get dicked right off the right off the rip and there's nothing you can do about it you know it's slow enough where you can kind of recover but sometimes you just get hit twice in a row or you have four people attacking you and you're just like oh i I did what i could you know i had only so many pieces to work with but yeah, no, I, uh, I can't, like, I could gush about this game for the entire hours. Yeah. For the entire time. And I will continue to do so because I'm going to continue playing it. So I, uh, yeah. I'm we'll just, be talking about it next weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially if I win one. Oh my God. I won't oh, we'll, yeah. we'll do a special episode of the podcast where I just <laughs> talk about how I won. Oh, uh, it's like four o'clock in the morning. He's banging on her door. Like we need to do an emergency podcast. Yeah. Hurry. Quick. Everybody get Skype. We're going to do it. <laughs> no, I'll just, uh, I'll have the, you know, like I'll save the, the video of me winning. And then I'll just play it back, and I'll just give you guys a round by round narration. Yeah. Like so, then the <laughs> the Z piece came in, and you'll never guess what I did. I flipped it a bunch of times, and I slotted it right in there, and boom, jumped to that guy. So get ready for that. <laughs> Great Tetris <laughs> narration. Can't wait. Exactly. Um, but it was part of something. Yeah, it was part of the Nintendo Direct, as I mentioned, uh, which was chock full in one of the probably the busiest Nintendo Directs in a while. And maybe that's just because I cared about more stuff that they showed. Where like. The Animal Crossing ones never grabbed me, and it seemed like those Nintendo Directs weren't as like chock full because I was just like I didn't care about most of the stuff they talked about. But this one had a ton of stuff. Uh, so Joe, you've got that list. So the main story this week is what was in the Nintendo Direct. Uh, so break it down for us. Well, and off the bat too, like I'm You're not a, a Nintendo person. I am second chair, so fuck you. <laughs> That's oh. true. He does have veto power over anything you could possibly say. Um, but I'm not a, like mainly a Nintendo person. I don't have a Switch. But the first thing that happened when I saw the the Nintendo Direct was I sent both of you guys a text saying like I don't want to watch a, a Switch right now 
but this Nintendo Direct makes me want to buy a Switch. Uh, even Skippy sent us a text. That yeah, was he's like, like, he's like, I, I might need to buy another Switch because like he's bought a Switch and then returned it or like, no, traded he, it or sold it. Yeah, he bought he bought it on launch day and then sold it to a coworker. Yeah, I think he then he bought it another time and then also sold it. So this yeah. would be the third time he's bought one. And then turn it after watching this. I'm just like, don't buy it because yeah. you just know you're gonna return it. But yeah, but yeah, maybe want to buy one. And then I had a dream about well, buying need, one and then getting one Skippy stolen. Into buying yeah, one. let's Skippy buy one. He'll and give up on you, it. You buy his for cheap. Yeah, and then you buy it off of him for cheap. Yep. I don't want Skippy's leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the event uh, opened up with something that everyone kind of saw coming. I think we even talked about it last we week. We did. Yeah, we talked about that. Was probably the rumor for because I think the Nintendo Direct had been announced. Yeah, it had been announced, and they said that there was going to be at least like one big. They said like something about the Mario that you want, or the the game you would always wanted, or they they had some tagline to it. We we talked about how we wanted a 3D Mario Maker. Oh, I think it said it would make Nintendo fans happy. The game that will make all Nintendo fans happy, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely something where it's like it's a 2019 game. It was was their like they're like they're like we're sorry about Metroid. We're going to give you something really nice to show off this time. Uh, so they the, the opening thing was Super Mario Maker, which I don't think was two. the thing that they were talking about of the thing that would make everybody happy. Yeah. But uh, Super but Mario Adam Maker 2, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is still just like the other Super Mario Makers. We we got I got our hopes up when we were talking about it last week where I, I was know. like, oh, there would be so many different ways they could do Mario Maker. And in the end, it's still just Mario Maker, but now with slopes. Yeah, when there's a ton of other assets in there, like there's gonna, and they only showed off a little bit of it, so you know there's going to be more. They're going to unveil more stuff uh, for it, but I mean, it looks great, and the the interface, the way they updated it to work on the touchscreen, like looks great because you with the Mario Maker on Wii U, you had two screens, you had the TV screen and you had the tablet, and the 3DS, you have the top screen and the bottom screen. So with the Switch, you only have one screen. Mm-hmm. They had to update the way that the Course Maker works. And the wheel system that they showed off during the trailer uh, actually looked really good. It looks like it'll be really intuitive to swap between, you know, assets, enemies, uh, you know, blocks, power-ups, all the different things in different, like, wheels. Mm. So that looks really cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm still excited for it. Yeah. Because I, I always am interested what, in what other people can do with it. Yes. I'm not smart or creative, so I can't make anything good with that game. No <laughs> arguments here. Joe said it first. Yeah, no arguments not here. Not smart. No, I've never denied it. No, like, I always try to make some levels. They're never as in-depth or crazy as the ones that you see. Yeah, but the fun of that game, and this is where they'll really need to step it up, is the ability to play other levels. But, like, the way that you played other levels in the first Mario Maker was really weird. Like, it was obtuse the way that you did it, where, like, you just had to go through the thing, but you could never pick. Like, it was, there was something weird. I don't remember specifically, but I remember it being very wonky going online and, like, playing other levels. Mm -hmm. So, that whole part of it needs to be updated. Yeah, super happy. But like it's not Mar it doesn't look like it's, you know, Mario Maker one and a half or yeah. it doesn't it's not like a huge, huge improvement. It's just kind of fixing problems that the other one had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now one quick one curious question on this. Uh Luigi is there on the front of the box this time, or mm-hmm. on the like the poster at the end, like the credit. Yeah. Like, Instead of Mario in his hard hat, it's Mario and Luigi yeah. both dressed in like their construction worker suits. So what do you think that like because the first Mario Maker is Luigi into it didn't have co-op right does does this add co-op like new super mario brothers has where you can play multiple people on a thing uh, well i'm wondering if you can create worlds now oh like, like whole... not just not just the map but you can create or not just a level, level but, but you can a create world. a whole world and then play it like mario 3 Ooh, okay. where like you take your turns challenging yeah. the different levels that you create yeah 
I'm thinking maybe it's something like that. That's or possible. maybe it just it gives you the option to just pick as Luigi if you want to play as Luigi. Yeah, I feel like maybe he's, he's got to factor in somehow. Yeah, it's and they gotta, didn't say. It, yeah, it's got to be something. We'll, we'll probably find out more about that. But the I, did, I know it's Luigi the same exact him. thing. Yeah, I think, I think co-op would probably be the best thing. Because like New Super Mario Bros. has co-op, and that shit's super fun. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so like, like the, the Mario U games. Yes. Yeah, uh, you know, or the you know, like New Super Mario. New Super Mario, yeah. Yeah, I'm just thinking of you because that's the last. That's one the that new came one, out. yeah. But no, those have those have co-op, so it's not unheard of from a Mario game to have co-op like that. Yeah, maybe even four player. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And so I think like they didn't announce that part of it, but that could be a fun thing that you save for another Nintendo Direct yeah. sometime for as E3. we get closer to it. Yeah, because they said this game is summer. Yes. Yeah. So maybe right around E3, maybe right before, who knows. Maybe that'll be a mode that comes after. Like, we put Luigi there, and we're going to let you know that the free DLC that's coming at the end of the year is going to feature co-op or, you know, whatever it is they want to do. Could you play as other characters in the first one? No. I think so yes. maybe that's just... Oh, you could? On the Wii one, if you had the Amiibos, you could unlock oh, the sprites right. for the different characters. That's right. But so that, maybe was, that's only what in, that was only is... in 8-bit. And you had to have the... Yes, it didn't work in the Super Nintendo mode. Yeah. I'm guessing that like that's what this is, where like it adds Super Mario 2 characters. So like Peach is floating, and like, like Luigi has his, like, has his stuff. Luigi uh, has his floaty jump. Floaty jump, yeah. 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 No, that, I, think that would be, I think that would be super cool. And that would make it feel more like a sequel rather than right. a one Right, and it's a small game. enough addition that like they don't have to try too hard. Yeah. Not that, that, that they're lazy, but I'm just saying like it's an, already, it's an already thing that's already programmed into their games. Yeah, and it's not like... Granted, last week Joe was right. Like we hyped ourselves up because a three D a Mario Maker three D land sounds super awesome. But that's way out of the realm. I mean, it's not it's not that much different. It's really just the same building style. You just turn the camera perspective. It's yeah. the same kind yeah. of thing. And you can even make it so it's you know it shows you you make it in two D, but then you play it in three D. Like there's it's definitely doable. And I don't think it would be a stretch to say I mean, at some you point do we something might get like that. the Fortnite building mode where it's like you just cycle through the different like you know. Shapes and structures, and just plop them down on the map, and yeah. like build up from it. And you use the right stick for camera control to like see it in the different perspectives. Like they could mm-hmm. definitely do it, and we may get that eventually. So, but yeah. it was just a shame. That'll it wasn't be in there. Mario Maker Three. There you go. Yeah. Uh, up next was uh, they showed off more of Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three: The Black Order. So hyped for that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks fucking like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, you can play four players with four switches. You can play co-op on dock one screen, four, like four screens on one, and you can play online as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, everything that I wanted from that game was confirmed here. Like, all the different ways I can be able to play with everyone I know is choice. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, also kind of crazy when you think about it, because the... Uh... Oh, wait, no, it did have online. I was going to say the other ones didn't have online play, but they did. I, I, I went back and I was thinking of the, like, X-Men Legends games. Oh, yeah, no, those the, Like, on the PS2, but, PS2, yeah. yeah, the other ones came out on Xbox 360. But, uh, yep, uh, more uh, look at uh, Ultimate Alliance 3. It's going to be fun. Yeah, like, I, there's not much more to say about it. It didn't really give any new information. It was just like, they just look, talked it's about Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel, and, Marvel because yeah. her movie's coming out. Yeah, which is, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, up next was uh, Box Boy plus Box Girl. Um, I, I, I've never heard of these Box Boy games Same. up until not too long ago. But, like, there's a bunch of them. And, it, it, like, they really, Nintendo seems to really be pushing it. I've, like, never heard of them. But apparently they're popular. Yeah. I think they're, like, a lot bigger in Japan than they are in America. And mm. this is their attempt to, like, try and get the U.S. audience or the, yeah. the like, outside of Japan audience. Yeah, the Western, the Westerners. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I have no interest in playing it. No. no. Yeah, I was kind of, like, I was tuning out for this part. Yeah. 
after that, they talked about the spring update for Super Smash Brothers. Yep. Um, which uh, they talk about uh, the release date for Joker, Joker from April. Persona. Yeah. Uh, yep, coming in April, uh, as well as like some of the like new changes to the update. Um, I was kind of disappointed that we didn't get like the next character yeah. announcement. It seems like it would have been the perfect time for it to be like Joker comes in April, but he's not the only fighter joining the battle. Or and anything. then Fox Boy again. Yeah, yeah. Which I actually have a feeling that's what it's going to be, considering be. how much they're trying to push him. Yeah. At least one of the next four will be Box Boy. All right, mark it down. Joe's prediction: Box Boy. Uh, they also announced that, more amiibos coming out for Switch. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they, uh, they talked about the new amiibos coming out for it. Um, all available for pre-order already. Although I heard the Piranha Plant sold out everywhere. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. there's well the Piranha Snakes... Plant was available for pre-order. Yeah, that was yeah. that was already announced. Gotcha. Snake, Simon, uh, Squirtle, the Pokemon Trainer, and Ivysaur. Yeah, because the Charizard was originally uh, part of the last. He was in Smash Four because they yeah. were the Pokemon Trainer, but they kept Charizard. Uh, so he already has one. I was kind of hoping for like. Uh, one of like the giant size ones that had like all three or all four of them yeah. on a base together. Yeah, I'm surprised that there isn't even if it's just a regular size one, but with smaller versions of the Pokemon like at his feet, on his shoulder. Like yeah. you could do it where it's roughly the same size, but incorporates all of them. But I guess probably because they already had the Charizard one out there that said no. But like so, you do it where you have the three amiibos individually for the three Pokemon, and then the trainer one should have had smaller versions of it because oh, he, he's yeah. they're with him. So, like, for that particular amiibo, you can still do the singular Pokemon, but that one trainer should have it. Yeah. Uh, And this was one of those things I always thought was kind of weird, that they never made Pokemon amiibo. They've made other games that featured Pokemon amiibos, but they've never made Pokemon amiibos. So, like, none of the Pokemon games have ever gotten amiibos, except for Detective Pikachu. Uh, I guarantee you that, that that'll be a thing when Switch Pokemon, when Switch comes, Pokemon out. comes out. Yeah, I guarantee it. Yeah, they've just been like saving it for that one. Absolutely. Yeah, they didn't make them for like Pokemon Sun or anything like that. They've never made them for the Mystery Dungeon games or anything. But you have to remember that not all 3DSs have Amiibo support. And so True. you immediately yeah, segment your audience. Whereas like everybody who has a Wii U has Amiibo support. True. So like any Wii U game, any Switch game that's built in, it's a lot easier to release it that way. And I feel like once it comes to Switch, where Amiibo support is guaranteed to be on every system, unless they take it out of that new Switch that's rumored, then like that's when you do it. And yeah, it's your new Switch game. You're gonna sell a ton of them. You're gonna sell a ton of Switches. People are gonna go crazy for those Amiibos. Mm. Like they just announced the second Pokemon Pop figure, so like they're they're yeah, ready to go. Bulbasaur. What Bulbasaur? Bulbasaur. Yep. So like they're all in on getting that merch out there. There's a ton of Detective Pikachu merch that all got announced. So like. I bet I bet you for whenever that Switch Pokemon game comes out, that's when you're going to see your Amiibos. Did you watch the new trailer for Tobacco Pikachu? Uh, oh, there's a new trailer. Had a crazy, it's a like, weird Lickitung. Oh, I saw the picture of Lickitung, but I didn't yeah, watch. Yeah, it was the just like a thirty trailer. second spot. Yeah, Lickitung looks fucking weird. There was a yeah. there was a thing in it that made me that uh, made my like skin crawl. Not skin crawl, but like my nerd sense going like you're doing it wrong. <laughs> because uh, at one point they're talking about France, and I'm like, France doesn't exist in Pokemon World. <laughs> Wow, there it is. Yeah, you pointed. You you got them. Yeah. Why why sure doesn't France them. exist in Pokemon World? Because it's a different world. They don't. They don't it doesn't have, mean that it doesn't countries. exist. Yeah. Have they specifically said like all of the countries in the version of the world? Because I it, mean, there there is a France equivalent city in Pokemon. It could be called, France, called France just because. Well, that's in the same country. Like, there's like, a, there's like a like New York stand-in that's not called New York. It's called like something else. Yeah. 
that one of the games took place in. Gotcha. So there's like equivalents, but not, they're not the real versions. They're all like approximation of actual places. Well, that you've seen so far. This could be just an introduction. You never maybe. That's all true. Those France has were... been there from the get go, and everything else is equivalents except for France. Except for France. Yeah. There you go. France is France. I don't buy it. All right. It's movie key and it's different. Maybe mad. All right, we'll move on, Joe. Uh, so after that, uh, they no, I don't mean I don't mean right now. I just mean that in your head. We're still talking about no. Pokemon. I'm okay. gonna be mad about it. No, he means move along, like as in go away. Yeah, uh, after hallway now. <laughs> <laughs> no, continue. Oh, okay. Uh, after that, uh, they uh, talked about uh, new DLC for Captain Toad's Treasure Trackers. Yeah. Uh, free DLC coming out that adds co-op to the game. That's pretty cool. And then there's going to be paid DLC that's going to add uh, more levels and ways to like play the game. Yeah. And like ways to double back and like get extra bonuses and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. That looks really cool. Like I, did... I really like the Captain Toad games. I have a lot of fun with them, so the co-op seems really cool. Yeah, I never bought it, but like having the co-op makes it seem like that's enough of a wrinkle where it's like, okay, I think I could like I could get my fun out of it playing single player, but also the additional fun of having the multiplayer aspect be available is something that is enticing me a little bit to maybe pick that up. Uh, following that announcement was uh, they talked about Bloodstain Ritual of the Night. Uh, which is going to be uh, getting a Switch port, which I think everyone always knew. But they also said that our release date, I think, was the first time that the release date was announced. Release the window. It was a release window? Yeah, okay. they just said summer. Okay. As, or I think July, specifically. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so that's been a game that everyone's been patiently waiting for this whole time. So at least getting some sort of release date confirmation has a lot of people excited. Uh, I'm looking forward to that game because I'm a big Castlevania like the old school Castlevania games, yeah. and I don't really, you know, they don't make those anymore. So no. at least I'll have something. There you go. Uh, then they talked about the new um, Dragon Quest builders. Yeah, sure. I, I like Dragon Quest, but I don't care about Dragon Quest Minecraft. There was there was so some I didn't stuff. Really pay attention in this. That, like I'm not that I don't care about the game one iota. But in watching the direct, there was some stuff in there that seemed like it would be cool additions that were clearly missing from the first game. Like there was something about like running in the overworld or like certain co-op thing. Like I forget specifically what it was, but it at least seems like they were doing a a good enough job of making it worthy of a sequel, even though it did just look exactly the same. Mm. Uh, After that, uh, the game that everyone's going to want was uh, Tsum Tsum Disney. Hold on, hold on. You shit, but that game actually looked like fun. Did it? I, I completely it's, tuned out. I didn't pay attention to it at all. Phone, like yeah, no, but no. This is like it's phone games, but it's also this other like overworld, like Mario. It's almost like a Mario Party style game. And I was watching. And I'm like, this is stupid. I'm not gonna play it. But some of these games are kind of fun. Like there was one where you're it's curling, where you throw the Tsum Tsum down the ice, and other little Tsum Tsums come and they brush it and like. <laughs> I, like it's just, just like, a, it's kind of adorable. It's just bringing sure. a small. Like I have Tsum Tsum. I'm not gonna lie. I uh, I have Marvel Tsum Tsums. They're not. They're the one that doesn't know what a Tsum Tsum is. They look like little beans. Yeah, but they have pills. Like, characters on them. Yeah, they have Disney, Marvel. I don't think they have Star Wars, but like, there are Star Wars ones. Are there? Yeah, because uh, I almost bought a Chewbacca because it looked adorable. But then oh, I realized it just kind of looks like furry log. Like yeah. it looks like fur poop. And yeah. That's it. Yeah, they just look like pills. Uh, but I don't know. They're kind of adorable. But like watching. A little Tsum Tsum curling. I was like, it brings a smile to my face now just thinking about it. <laughs> so, like, there were some games in there. I was like, damn, I wish that was a Mario Party because that looks, like, kind of fun. There are these weird mobile mini games in it as well. well kind of like how a... Kingdom Hearts has that. But it's a game for the phone. Like, that's how I knew it. And where it's, like, um, kind of like 
bust a move, but like you have to connect. It's yeah. like bust a move and bejeweled together. Yokai yeah. Watch has one as well. It's the same exact game. It's just Yokai Watch instead. Yeah, but and that's I played the fuck out game. of that. Yeah, there's still a lot more. Well, to that's that. the whole game on the mobile phone. Yeah, yeah, but those elements are in this game. Right, but it's not the whole thing. There are other, you know, Mario Party style like party games that yeah. you can play as well. But yeah, I, I mean, kids will probably love that. I just thought it was funny. Like, Sum Sum sells like crazy in Japan. Oh yeah, they're well, they're infinitely collectible and they're blind bagged, and you know, you can buy sets that are but all different sizes. So like, they make them for all kinds of shit. Well, and they had sure them at specific Disney machines. stores as well. Well, yeah. they're like little plush things, primarily. Um, and no, the ones I have are rubber. Oh, the ones in Japan, they're plush. They're plush. Well, they, they, they have like they have giant yeah. ones. They have they giant have plushes. Ones. They have mini plushes. They have rubber ones. They have like all kinds of like it's a whole it's a whole thing. Well, I had a friend who was like looking for them actively, and like we went to all the different Disney stores that we could find because specific Disney stores had different ones. Mm-hmm. So like we went to the one in Osaka, and we had to go to the one in Kyoto because she was looking for a specific one. Yeah. No, Skip and I bought a bunch of the blind bag like rubber ones because they came with like fun little stands where like it was a tiny little Thanos, but it sat on top of a plastic Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, that's I'm cute. Like, that's kind of cool. So it was like it was shit for our desk at work. Uh, so like I, I know all about Tsum Tsums, and so like you can poop on that game all you want, but it did kind of look like fun. They they look like poop too. Uh, Joe, you did you also so. miss the uh, I do the, say so the Dragon Age. Uh, game coming to Switch. Dragon Age? Or, um, uh, sorry, uh, Dragon Quest. The Builders? No, no Dragon Quest uh, 11. 11 is coming to the Switch with the oh, most fucking that? longest Echoes, title ever. Echoes of an Elusive Age. Uh, yeah, S. Echoes of an Elusive Age S uh, Definitive Edition. Yep. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. That was left off this list that I have here. That's which okay. Is the, which is the Nintendo.com list. So, way to go, guys. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they announced the, uh, or, well, they didn't announce, but they talked about the port of Dragon Quest XI, uh, for the Nintendo Switch. Um, I got this game on the PS4, uh, and I only played a little bit of it. I was like, okay, this is really good, I like this, but I don't have the time to play this right yeah. now, so it's something I'm gonna go back to. And then game. they announced the, 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 this version, so yeah. I was kinda like, uh, I might just wait for the Switch version. Buy that. like, might as well have a version either. that I can take on the go yeah. with me as well. You can also switch between like cool things, like they had like the HD. Yeah, so that's the thing that they announced in this the one, graphics. which is they have original Dragon Quest, Dragon Warrior eight bit graphic mode, yeah. where you can play through the whole game, yeah. and like a classic Nintendo version. Which mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's really cool. That is pretty sweet. That's like a thing that you could just play through it both ways through the whole game yeah. and get like kind of a completely different feel to it, which is a really nice touch. Uh, they're adding uh, new side stories for the different characters, a bunch of new updates, new costumes, all that kind of stuff. You can switch between the Japanese and English voice casting. Yes, which the... John, you were... Mm, I Stop something else. punching stuff. John, Fuck. you were with me when I was playing the PS4, PS4 version. version. It only has English. It only has the English in it, and it's awful. <laughs> yeah. They, like, Even the Japanese doing... version have English. There's no Japanese. No, there's no audio in the Japanese version at all. There's no English either. Oh really? Yeah, we looked it up. Subtitles. They said that they never had audio in Japan. Oh, and that, yeah, and then the American audience needed it. Uh, yeah, and they thought that the American audience needed an uh, like audio, so they recorded right. an American version. But they recorded really terrible audio where everyone has like really awkward accents yeah. that we couldn't figure out what they were trying to be. Yeah, and I was just like, I. That was one of the reasons I was kind of like, I can just wait because I was like, I can't really like stand listening to this right now so uh, the first thing i did was look for japanese audio and i couldn't find it so knowing that there's going to be the japanese audio in this one is a huge plus mm-hmm. um yeah i thought that was a really cool feature for a game that i know i don't care about but i was like all right that's cool yeah 
Uh, Square came out and they said that they don't currently have plans on creating like a PS4 version of this one. So it's kind like of a dick move. Yeah. So they, they they said there's no real plans right now, but like they didn't say no. They just said yeah. like hey, it's not plans to create like either a version of the S version of that or like a patch or like an update or a DLC pack to update the current PS4 version to this one. Well, I could see keeping some things exclusive like the the, the 16 mode. yeah, 18 or 16 or whatever a uh, bit like you can keep that switch exclusive like that's cool. That's a throwback to the old system that the games used to be on. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, costumes and side quests and stuff. You could maybe sell later as DLC that you have to pay for separately. But and like so, the audio tracks? The audio stuff? tracks, I feel like that should be a thing that comes to PS4, especially for people who maybe in Japan want it to be like, I want the audio. Like, you've got it now. Yeah. Like, I don't need it because I've always had these games with subtitles, but like, can I have it anyway? Yeah. So that feels kind of like a cop out. Um, I don't think you necessarily need to bring the S edition over, but some of those things should come over. As like a patch of some kind. Yeah. Because you Which, could do to me, that. Maybe they'll do just that. Like yeah. they're saying like, oh, we're not going to do the full S version. No. But we'll give you the audio patch. Yeah. That's what I would hope for, for yeah. Dragon Quest fans. But um, I think I'm just going to buy the Switch version. Okay. So I can have it portably. Uh, so after that, and then after the Tsum Tsum, uh, there was, uh, a new update for Starlink Battle for Atlas, which is Yay. the game everybody loves. My favorite game. That's the game that we constantly are waiting for it to be on sale for $20 mm-hmm. so we can all play because it does kind of look like fun and I want that R-Wing ship, but I do not, not want to pay $60 or $80 or whatever that thing costs. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, and they're pushing more of the Star Fox in this one. So this new update is like a full Star Fox update where it adds all the different characters. So you can like play as Slippy Toad. It's and, a full fox. And uh, the, the rabbit. Yeah, it's got all of Falco. Wolf's cohorts that are just the evil versions of Star Fox's cohorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that looks cool. Like it makes, me, it makes it more of a fully fledged Star Fox game. Yeah, and that's the thing that I'm like, why didn't they just make this Star Fox from the start? Because it's not, it's multi-platform. So it's just, these are just modes. Yeah. Yeah. These are modes for this game that is multi-platform. But the only version I would ever want to play is the Nintendo one because I want the Star Fox stuff. stuff. Yeah. It seems like it's the best Star Fox game in years. Yeah. (laughs) But not a Star Fox game. But not a Star Fox game. And then you just think about all the people that bought it on like Xbox or PlayStation. And they're like, oh, I don't get the good stuff. All seven of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody bought that game. True. Uh, next up was uh, a port of Rune Factory 4 coming to the Nintendo Switch. This is the part of the Nintendo Direct that I started fast forwarding. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When and then Rune Factory 5. Your, yeah. Started getting out of your, uh, out of your my wheelhouse. House. Yeah. This, yeah. This went into third party. Like, and granted, I'm super happy that they're getting a lot of third party support. Uh, and these aren't just ports, that these are. Well, the Rune Factory games have only been on Nintendo consoles anyway. But Yeah. But still, like, it's at least a thing that people can get excited about, even if it's not my scene. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an updated version of the 3DS version coming for the Switch. They also, at the end of that, announced uh, Rune Factory 5, which is going to be, you know, built for the Switch this time. So it's going to be the more updated version. Um, I've never played the Rune Factory games. I've always heard good things. I've never heard it's, anyone complain about them. It's Harvest Moon and an RPG match together. Yeah. Like, so, like, Harvest Moon plus Monster Fighting. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. Uh, they're not my... Yeah, they're not thing. my cup of tea, but I, I, I've never heard anything bad about them. No. Uh, after that, they showed off a new RPG uh, called Oni Oninaki, uh, which is made by uh, the same studio that made a couple other RPGs that came out for the Switch. Uh, they made um, Lost Sphere and... Uh, fuck, what was the other one that was called? 
I bought it too, and I can't remember what the name of it is now. Good job, Joe. Yep. Is that Setsuna? I am Setsuna. Oh yeah, I am Setsuna, which yeah. is like the uh, kind of spiritual successor to Chrono Trigger in terms of like it had the same kind of gameplay and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so this is their new game where you play like uh, a dead person. I couldn't really get like exactly what's going on for the plot. They talked a lot about like how it's all about reincarnation and like traveling between like the world of the living and the dead. So it looks like it kind of has like a light world, dark world, a la like um, Link to the Past, like a mechanic where you like switch between like the world of the living, world of the dead, mm-hmm. or I guess maybe even like uh, Guacamelee. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I Am Sasuna was really good. I didn't think Lost uh, Sphere was all that great. Um, I'm not like super hyped about this, but at least it's something. Yeah, it's more sure. third party support. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, then they talked about uh, Yoshi's Crafted World some more. Uh, I kind of tuned out on this part. I don't remember. The, what was it that they announced for that? I don't know. I, I was fast forwarding. You I, were like, fast forwarding? Yeah, like I saw uh, this and I was like. March 29th. It was yeah. just the release date was the, pretty much it? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think they added like anything. Well, like they just the... showed stuff. No, like yeah. I'm already. I don't need to see any more from that game. Yeah, like, I know. I know I'm going to buy it. Yeah. So that's kind of why I tuned out. I was like, oh, yeah, Yoshi's Crafted World. That's something I'm going to play. Yeah, I know what it is. I know what I'm getting into. I'm good. Yep. Uh, that's when they announced after that was when they showed off Tetris 99, which we talked about excessively earlier. Do you want me to talk about it more? Cause I can. No, yeah, we're going to move on. 99. <laughs> I don't want to be here all day. Seriously though. Go, go play that game. Like, yeah. It's free. If you, if you have it already, just yeah. go and get it. Yeah. And if you, and if you don't have the online, just get the online and play it. Cause it's, it's so, a dollar, like so 50 a month. It. It's not that much. It's so worth it. It's worth 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So like buy it. If, if you need to justify it, I'm buying this game for $20 to play for a year. Deal. Deal. Uh, after that, uh, was Dead by Daylight coming for the Nintendo Switch. Why? It looked fucking terrible. It never looked great on the consoles. Like, it didn't... It didn't look this bad, though. Well, no. It's it's obviously going to look worse than it did on, you know, PS4 and Xbox One. And it didn't look great there. Yeah. So, like, you take it already not looking great and you put it on a system with less, you know, horsepower and, behind it. And, and I, it I mean, I haven't like... played it, but, like, at least I know that it's gotten better on yes. the other ones. Like, I played it when it came out on the other consoles, and it was really bad then. Still didn't look as bad as this one did. I played no. it and it looked fine. I mean, it's got its own it art style. Like, yeah, it's got its own style. It, it's not, like, terrible. It just doesn't look like... It's it's not going to look like Last of Us 2, you no. know? <laughs> no, obviously not. No, but moving on. But uh, after that, uh, they announced uh, Deltarune coming to the Switch, which we all pretty much assumed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they first, it's going to be broke up into chapters. First chapter is going to be free, and then you're going to have to pay for the other ones. Uh, That's how they get you. Yeah, so if you're a fan of Undertale, good luck. Uh, after that, they talked about uh, Daemon X Machina, uh, and announcing that the demo was going to be up on the Nintendo Switch uh, at that time. Did you play it yet? I did not download yeah, it. Yeah, no. I didn't download it either. It was um, next to Tetris 99, and we all know what happened. Yeah, <laughs> everyone was already downloading that, so yep. all their bandwidth was being used. Mm-hmm. I do want to play that game, though. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. It, it looks fun. It looks cool. Uh, like I feel like... It, it, I, I definitely got the feeling from this Direct, where it's not getting the hype that they wanted it to. Because even in this Direct, he was like, come on, like try the demo, like please. Like If yeah. you try the demo, you're going to enjoy it. Like You'll see what Nobody's we see. excited for this game, so please try the demo so you can see that it's not a bad game. Yeah. Well, it's on my would-buy-a-Switch-for list. Like, yeah. it's, it's one of the like five games that make me want to buy a Switch. So yeah. Uh, then they talked about um, uh, Grid. Oh, the racing game. Yep, Grid the racing game coming to the Nintendo Switch. The first like realistic racing game on the Switch, so... 
Yeah. And Grid is great. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever played a Grid game. But I haven't, but I've heard good they're things. They're fantastic. And it's it got looked, everything that you want in it. It looked good. Like, I'm not big on racing games, but it looked really good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not huge on racing games either, but it's like, it's got really street racing. It's grid. got rally racing. It's got like, uh, like long, uh, what are those? Like, Drag where you, racing? No, no, where you like tour the country. Yeah. Like, uh, Le Mans, is that what that's called? Oh. Uh, I don't or like outrun where well, like it's like just a race yeah yeah whatever the cross I can't remember country. what it's called but you go like all across Europe and the it's like a multi-day rallies. yeah gumball rally yeah that's what it is um but it's got like every type of racing you want there's indie racing there as well and you just kind of jump from like mode to mode mm-hmm. versus and like you can customize the shit of your cars and stuff and it's that well, if you're looking for something that's not yeah. Mario Kart, yeah. you, have, you, know, you have an option. Well, and it's also well-rounded. Like, yeah. you're not going to get stuck. It's not a racing sim. These are slightly arcade, arcade-y type games. Which are the ones I prefer. I'm more Me interested too. in those than actual oh, racing yeah. I sims. Loved, I love the first grade. I didn't ever play the second one, but yeah. Uh, after that uh, was, um, uh, what the fuck is this game called? Uh, Hellblade, Suena, Suena, Suena's Suena's Sacrifice. Oh, yeah, you're doing, you're doing well. Keep trying. Yeah. Senua. 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 Yeah. Senua. Yeah. All right, so Hellblade, Senua Sacrifice is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Which was, by all accounts, a fantastic game. I think it was Game of the Year of 2017, a lot of places. Like, it won the Game Awards of 2017. It's supposed to be a very great narrative. Yes, yeah, the game. story is, is top notch from uh, all accounts. Like an exploration of like psychosis and like yep. um, mental disorders and yep. stuff. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, after that, uh, there was a ton of other things. So why is it not on this thing? Well, you didn't talk about Fire Emblem Three Houses. Man, why is the Nintendo list so? I terrible? definitely fast forwarded through that. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses new one coming out also announced a special edition which is already fucking sold out so mm. good luck trying to get that that's the same thing that happened oh, yeah, with so the 3DS games they announced like the special edition version of those and within minutes those are sold out yeah they're basically like hey this is Fire Emblem <laughs> Harry Potter yeah was the the breakdown of this one so mm-hmm. it's, yeah it's like there's three different kingdoms and like you are the, a teacher at a like military academy and it has like a weird combination of like Persona plus um, Fire Emblem, where like you, they're also like you have to have your students like go to school. I mean, it seems cool. I, I mean, the Fire Emblem games are great, and everyone yeah. loves them. I've never gotten too into them. I it was one of those things where like I played Shining Force instead of Fire Emblem. Well, I played Shining Force. Mm. Yeah, Joe pushed up his nerd glasses when he yeah. said that. Well, no, it was Shining Force for the Sega Genesis one, and that was Nintendo. Everyone one. chose Fire Emblem, but instead I did Shining Force, and no. I chose that side instead. I like Shining Force. It was more of an RPG. Show third chair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they announced uh, Platinum Games game. Yeah, and then there was Astral Chain. Uh, which looks which fucking awesome. Looks fucking great. Super dope. Yeah, yeah. so it's a Platinum's game, so if you, like... Uh, Bayonetta, if you like pretty much any like Transformers Devastation. Yeah, Transformers Devastation. If you like uh, like uh, fucking Devil, Devil May, May Cry, Cry or yeah. Ninja Gaiden. It was one that one where games. you slid along the ground all the time. Oh. When you're in like a robot suit and you were sliding. Oh. Robot sliders. The game was great and I can't remember what it was called. No idea. It wasn't like that though. That was more of a like cover based shooter type thing. But that's also a Platinum Games. Vanishing. Vanishing? Oh, van- yeah. Vanquish. 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 Yeah. Yes. Um, Platinum games been killing, it. and this one looks like it's co-op too. Like there was a lot of like 
multiple people on screen at the same time. That made yeah, it look like, like you it was play as one of two main police characters that yeah. have like robot monster things that they that summon are, in that the are battle chained to you. So like you're attached by a through, chain. through chain. an astral connection of some sort. Yes. But no, this game looks fucking great. Mm-hmm. But it, it looks, uh, from what I understand, they said that that's you. You're just playing both of those characters. Oh, you're playing both of them. Yeah, it's not yeah. co-op in this. I think it might have co-op in one person play one of the cops and the other person plays the other cops. But the way the combat works is you're controlling both of the characters fighting at the same time. Um, I don't know how exactly it works, but it looks fucking intense and crazy and yeah. over the top, which is a platinum game. Yeah. And it doesn't uh, come and, out until the end of August anyway. Yeah, and they also, like, can change form and, like, turn into, like, a fucking lion that you can ride on and turn into, like, a motorcycle and shit. Yeah, Sign me up. Bonkers yeah. and off the wall and Platinum Games make some really good shit. So. Yeah, so I'm super excited for that. Yep. Uh, and then there was the last thing, unless there was another thing that There's I lots missed. of stuff you missed, Joe. Goddamn, okay. Final God. Fantasy 9 and 7 are coming to See, Switch. this is why John got to be second chair today. I'm going off of Nintendo's fucking thing. Me too. <laughs> Just a different Nintendo thing. There oh, you you're go. going through their... Uh, their Twitter feed Twitter as they feed. were going along. I'm on Nintendo.com. Mm. Uh, yeah, so 7 and 9 are also coming to the Switch. 9 with... is out now. Okay. Yes. Uh, 9 is my favorite. Yeah. Final Fantasy, I so nine. Uh, you also are not smart, so mm-hmm. you've said that before. I, I literally went like 7, 8, 10, 10, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 11? No, I didn't play 11 either. No. Play 11 was the MMO thing. Like that was the online that you had. Oh, that's in. right. I didn't play twelve. I didn't play the next one. I that. bought a copy of eleven. No, I had a copy of eleven gifted to me because I asked for nine for the the PC, and mm. my grandma got the wrong Roman numerals, and she bought me eleven. That's how I bought eight. Didn't know. <laughs> didn't know it was an online only game until they opened it, and they then I couldn't return it. I got eleven because eleven came with the PlayStation internal hard modem. drive. Yes, and thing. modem. Yeah, and it was the internal hard drive. Well, the modem was a separate piece. It, had it came with the hard, hard drive, drive. Yeah. That, it t- that the modem attached to on the back. And yeah. I bought that to play Resident Evil Outbreak. Mm. So I got a copy of Final Fantasy to go with that so I could play Resident Evil Outbreak on it. And Siphon Filter Omega Strength. Nice. And the big announcement for me for the Switch Nintendo Direct. Wait, is this the final one or was there something else? You said there was a lot of stuff. Well, this is the... This is the, the the last one. I mean, unless you want to talk about Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon or whatever. Okay, yeah, that was um, Chocobo's best best buddies or something like that. There's uh, a reason Nintendo left Chocobo that. Mystery Dungeon. Care. Every everybody, every buddies, and also uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song. Oh yeah, the sequel to Hollow Knight got announced. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but the big one is Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening remake. Yeah. Which when the the it's trailer like a full started, graphic remake. Yeah, when the trailer started, it was like just a, a cartoony boat. In the water. It was like an animated. Drawing. That's the yeah. opening of the the game, but it's well, yeah. just in black and white. But that's the thing; I had never seen that before. Yeah, the way that it was like done. So I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, what is?" And this? you're like, like, "You're like clearly that's Link." No, at the first, I just saw you just see oh, the waves. boat in the just water and the rain, yeah. and I was just like, "All right, they clearly made a big deal out of this because it's the last game of the direct." But like, what the fuck is this? And then I saw the boots, and I was like, "Is that Link?" And then my first thought was like, "Are they remaking Wind Waker to look different?" Because, like, that's the thing people always clamor for. Yeah, they're giving it the not... uh, The not cel-shaded treatment. I was like, is that a thing that people still want? Because people wanted that in 2001 when that game came out. Because everyone shit on it. It's cel-shaded, cel-shaded, stupid. I want it to look like... That game's great. I want it to look like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. I don't like the cel-shaded bullshit. But... They're all terrible. In this, like, time period, 
like where we are now, everyone has come around to John's way of thinking of, no, that game is great. Wind Waker's awesome. I mean, Who cares they, what it they, looks like? They did the HD remaster on this, the Wii U. The Wii U, yeah. yeah. So like, I didn't think that was a thing people were clamoring for anymore. So I was, I saw the boat and I was like, oh my God, are they doing it now? When no one asked for that? Have people stopped asking for that 15 years ago? <laughs> and then they're finally giving in? Yeah, but that's not what it was. No, it's a full graphic remake of Link's Awakening, which was a Game Boy and then a Game Boy Color game. Yeah, but it's never been never been ported to consoles. No, so and it's my first favorite time. Zelda game of all time. A little weirder, much darker. Uh, yeah. Probably the most dark Zelda game, I would think. No, Majora's Mask. No, Majora's yeah. Mask is much darker than that. But I like the fucking um, the one where he turns into a wolf. That was super dark. A Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. Mm. Twilight's in the name. So no, I don't mean down. darkness. I mean like the the subject Total. matter. Yeah, tonal. Yeah. Oh, no, those ones are dark too. Okay. Yeah. No, but this one's great, and I don't, like, I know people who like that game, but have never, like, it's not got the acclaim that most of the other Because it was the have. handheld one, yeah. and a lot of people consider, like, the handheld one at the time, like, back then, it was, like, you got... The red-headed a, stepchild. Well, no, it's like, you, like, you got the console game, and then you got, like, the handheld port of that. Yeah. But this you, like, you got, like, like, Street Fighter, and then you got Street Fighter Game Boy. Yeah. You got the Lion King, and then you got the Lion King Game Boy. Yeah. So, like, you're, like, you're, like, you got Zelda, and then you got the Game Boy Zelda. But it's yeah. pretty much the same thing. Oh, no, it, that game's yeah. probably, yeah, you're right. It's, if not, it's just because convention... three, for me, of, yeah. of best Zelda games. It's fantastic. But I think it's just that because it was the handheld version at the time the, when it came out... It never got the like acclaim that mm-hmm. something like Link to the Past got, no. which it should have. Because I mean, I know, like totally Metroid yeah. Two was the handheld sequel, but Metroid Two is way better than Metroid One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like one of my favorite Mario games is uh, Super Mario Land Two Six Golden Coins. Like that's a Game Boy game. But yeah, I love and that, that game's game. great too, and yeah. super hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love that game. But yeah, this looks fantastic. It's got like a three D look to not it. Sold on it. I like. I think it looks good. It kind of looks like I'm trying it looks to think like of, like a like a diorama almost. Yeah, the way yeah. it's set up, it like looks like. Uh, and my first thought was when I was looking at it originally, it's like I was like, is this like animated claymation? Yeah, it, like it looks weird. I I don't hate it. Like I I think it looks cool, but it's just like it was jarring at first. And there's like a weird like hazy filter on it, so that way the. Uh, like the field of vision that you're looking at is just really where Link is, and then everything else is kind of like uh, blurring, blurring in the background. That caused. So like I, I don't not sold on it, the look of it, but I that's not going to stop. You're going to buy it anyway. Yeah, it's not going to stop me from playing it. No. Uh, so, but I just like it was jarring at first because it's it's not an art style I've ever seen Zelda in before. Yeah, they definitely took a like a. I mean, I probably ever since uh, Wind Waker, this is the first time that, like the biggest. Like a chance they took it. Uh, uh, some of the Game Boy Advance, like the Oracle, like or the Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass ones. On I mean, I'm DS. talking about like in terms of like design. Of... No, the one where you turn into the painting was very different. Yeah, it had like that like worlds. very like archaic oh, right. like yeah. cave painting. Like yeah, when, yeah uh, that between, was a very different between, world. Link between worlds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they've definitely like taken like liberties with the art style for different games before, but this one was the most jarring. Where I looked at it, it was like, why? Well, I, I like it. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't it looks, hate it. I think it looks definitely interesting. The only complaint I have is that, uh, like, Link looks like a me, mm. which I think is oh like, yeah, he, is, he does. just has like the black eyes and like the you know flat face with just like kind of the face painted on it. Yeah, yeah. It's just like plain black eyes and like a mouth. Yeah, and like a drawing of a nose. So he looks a lot like a me, uh, which I'm just kind of like I like a little more detail on that. But mm. otherwise, um, uh, yeah, I'll still buy it. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, the game of that one is just fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's probably the big takeaway for everybody, that and Tetris 99. Hmm. But a pretty chock-full Nintendo Direct with, like, a lot of cool stuff, a lot of announcements, a lot of additions to other games, you know, surprises like Tetris. And, you know, nobody was expecting, I would think, you know, the remake for, for Zelda, so... Well, and this is the most I've talked about Nintendo ever. <laughs> yeah, it made you want to buy a Switch. Yeah, even though you don't want to want to. No, I but don't. But you want do. To. Uh, make that new Switch that's only handheld. Don't buy it. There you go. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it then for the big news piece. So we'll jump into the lightning round. Not lightning round for this week. Uh, so we'll update on something that we talked about last week. Lightning round. Uh, the rumor of Activision layoffs came to fruition on Monday. Uh, they laid off eight uh, percent of their employees, so nearly eight hundred people. Uh, I guess Monday was a very difficult day, as one could imagine. Yeah. Because yeah, I was reading about people like crying in the parking lot. Yeah, like, that's what... running, walking around hugging each other. It's it's tough. Like anytime there are mass layoffs, it's just like it hits you so much harder than you think it's going to. Like I went through a, a mass layoff last year, and like you you don't really like, you know what's happening, but you're just like you're just kind of like numb to it in the moment. So like that doesn't surprise me at all. And the worst part about it was is that people were people knew the rumor was coming, like we said, and you know, they were waiting around on Monday for the hammer to fall. So like the anxiety and the stress of that is just I don't wish that on anybody. So. I saw some somebody say like they walked around and gave a loot box to everybody with an eight percent chance of getting a pink slip. Oh, <laughs> oh boo, please don't do that. Oh that is really, really funny. That's <laughs> That's harsh. <laughs> it's so terrible, but that's it's, harsh. it's a really funny joke. Um, no, and, and it was kind of what we had suspected, where it wasn't so much that it's, you know, profits are down or well, anything they, like that. This, they announced, like, record-setting profits this quarter. Yeah, it was more of they realized that they were bloated. Like, no, which it, is what I said last yeah. week. I said they just probably just... the fat. They just looked around and said, why do we have all of these people working here making stuff that, like, just doesn't go anywhere it's still it's, 800 it's, people yeah jobs. it's still 800 people that don't have jobs now which sucks yeah but, i mean if you're sitting around going like why are these people sitting here i can understand why they did that considering that yeah still sucks though yeah not ideal i mean they did so activision also activision blizzard also had like a conference call like an investor meeting uh the next day so they like talked about that a little bit they did confirm that uh some teams are growing which is weird to say when i don't know if they're growing from people that didn't get fired and they're just moving to new teams or if they're going to be rehiring to move people onto those teams i I, I mean i can imagine they'd be like all right we're shutting down x amount of prop like studios properties whatever we have two thousand employees in those properties 800 are getting Fired, the other 1,200 are getting moved somewhere else. Yeah, so they confirmed that uh, Call of Duty, Candy Crush, which I didn't realize was an Activision Blizzard game. I didn't either. Uh, Call of Duty, Candy Crush, Overwatch, Warcraft. Uh, it was PopCap or something. Uh, Warcraft, Hearthstone, and Diablo. All those teams are planned to grow by approximately 20% over the next year. So, like, those are their biggest franchises. They're growing. Those teams are going to grow whether that's internally we're not sure they just said we plan to grow those teams so how they may work that and maybe if they are going to do it from the outside maybe they reach out to people who got let go first and say hey i know this guy he worked over on x team like can we bring him in for an interview stuff like that Mm -hmm. so there's at least the possibility and and, you know those people will probably land on their feet they're like like we talked about last week they're i'm sure more than capable and smart people that will hopefully you know get something better out of this than losing their job uh, they also confirmed on that investor call that Call of Duty 2019, so the, this year's Call of Duty, will have a campaign. So yeah, any fears? Infinity Ward this yeah. time, which so, is also the company that's been striving to keep 
first like single player campaigns and stuff to begin well, with. I mean, they're the they're the modern warfare guys. Like their campaigns are considered like art. <laughs> right. Well, and also they like had a big thing when Modern Warfare 1 and 2 came out where all the achievements were tied to the single player, not in the multiplayer because we're like they were saying like we got to consider the people who bought the game for the gameplay first not for the multiplayer yeah so it's not surprising but it's also great yeah so yeah it's great news for people that feared that blackout and black ops 4's success because it did well um that that would lead to hey what we don't need to make a single player game everyone just wants the multiplayer so let's just do that i would like to see a like some sort of stats on how many people actually play like blackout compared to the standard single player mode and it's just if it's the kind of thing where they're like oh like blackout didn't take off though like people bought it to play regular call of duty or zombies but like blackout didn't oh take i'm off. sure yeah. yeah you never hear anyone talking about blackout no no well yeah. it was just a tacked on thing yeah so yeah. i'm wondering if they're just like oh that didn't take off so let's not bother with another battle royale and the other one and we'll just go back and do a campaign again well it's also two different developers like just True. because activision's putting it out doesn't mean that like infinity ward and treyarch are like buddies with making uh, their the game it's two different developers it just happens to have the call of duty tag slapped on them yeah. i'm just thinking if if like blackout turned out to be a huge hit i guarantee you activation like, oh we're definitely it. doing yep. more battle royales for yeah. everyone this time yeah as opposed to like just making new maps for that they'll just say oh no just each year you'll get a new blackout map or new battle royale map well yeah. it wouldn't be blackout because it's not black ops yeah no it would be something else but you know if that was like, out <laughs> if that killed Fortnite last year then yeah. activision a hundred thousand percent would have called infinity war and been like guys dump whatever campaign yeah. you're working on cancel scrap the campaign yep battle royale's battle where royale. it's at yeah more battle royales please um, so they did confirm that as well. So uh, a lot of news from Activision. And they there. also confirmed that Blizzard has no uh, major release coming yes. this year. Yep, so, just the the mobile game. Well, they, I mean, they just said that there was no like AAA thing. Nope. So yeah, it looks like uh, yeah, the whatever Diablo Immortal was it called? Yeah, yeah. So Diablo Immortal is probably going to be the only thing to come from Blizzard this year. Yeah, but they've they've talked That's about not surprising. No, because they've talked about more Diablo on the horizon. So that just means twenty twenty. But so the next year will probably be a return for Blizzard franchises. Um, so lightning round, still Activision though, because Activision is now embroiled in a lawsuit with former wrestler Booker T, who is suing them for char- like character infringement essentially, mm-hmm. uh, because one of the characters in Black Ops Four bears a striking resemblance to Booker T's comic book character that he created that's based G. on G.I. Bro. Does that's... he say sucka a lot? No, it's just, it's. I guess that was his original wrestling gimmick was G.I. Bro at some point, and mm-hmm. then he went and made a comic book out of it. And so one of the characters in Black Ops looks... Profit. Profit. Looks like... Not really. He does, though. Like, the dreadlocks only, only and the... In, only in really one picture. Yes. Yeah, because uh, there's a pro like promo art thing that they did where yeah, it's promo like poster with all the characters. it's kind of like angled from the bottom pointing up at them and they're like kind of sh- like in shadows. That one looks a lot like the same character. If you look at like other pictures, like actual character models. Oh, see, that's not the one up. that I saw. I saw one where it was just a poster for him and it looked like it looked like the the GI Bro character, not necessarily Booker T per se, but the GI Bro character. I mean, I don't was think it, anything's going to... this one? It just looks like... Yeah, that like... one. That's the one I saw. 
Or so is that Black Ops Three? He was in Black Ops. Black Ops Four is on that one. That's yeah. Jack Bro right yeah. there. Yeah, so that's the poster I saw. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you actually like look at other parts, like models of the character, they don't yeah. look anything alike. Well, I'm like the they're just two dudes with dreadlocks. Yeah. So that's a hard claim to make. Like the rest of the character's description is not even close. Like he's got cybernetic enhancements, and it's totally different. Like that doesn't look like Booker T at all no. to me. No. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a just close, he's really a close it's just only that one. Yeah. promo art that they kind of look similar because like it's kind of obscured yeah um i mean otherwise yeah it doesn't look like it to me so i don't know exactly how like long you can hold it up of this one drawing of the character yeah. kind of looks like me no that's not gonna go anywhere but it is just funny that he's like you know really grasping at straws like come on book <laughs> Stop it. And also, I don't, who, who the fuck read G.I. Bro? <laughs> yeah, like, the the likelihood that somebody working at Activision or uh, Treyarch was like, yep, yeah, I'm no. I'm stealing Booker T's comic book yeah. character for this my, game. My favorite comic book of all time is definitely G.I. Bro, and no one's ever read it, so I'm putting him in the game as a homage and a theft. Like, I don't know. It's just, it seems silly, and Booker T's got to really let it go. Uh, lightning round. Uh, THQ Nordic added again. They have purchased uh, the developer of Kingdom Come Deliverance along with the IP of Kingdom Come Deliverance. So that is now... War Studios. Yep. That is now property of THQ Nordic. So they're just continuing to add shit and I, I just don't understand it. Uh, something has to be like up that... They're just hoarding properties. Yeah. That, like we're not noticing. Like no. all of a sudden they're going to be just like the next... EA or something. They've got 800 games in development, so they said. Yeah. I mean, War Horses is is a good acquisition. Uh, Kingdom Come did great. Yeah, people like that game a lot. Yeah. There's still, I think it just recently had a new DLC come out for it. Yeah, it's not that old. It's definitely not like dead or anything. So this one makes more sense than buying like the Kingdoms of Amalur property because you get. Yeah, you get something you can use. Yeah, well, you get a game that's fresher. You get a game that was well received. You get a a studio along with it to make stuff that can make stuff. Yep. And, you know, and you get the rights to be able to publish that game. Whereas, like, with, you know, Kingdoms of Amalur, they don't have the rights to that because EA owns the rights to the game. So they got everything in this purchase. So it makes a little bit more sense from that aspect. Did you hear that they've been working on, like, 47 products this year? Oh, I said 800, so I, I, I overshot that. No, it was, like, 47 or something Yeah, no, like we that. talked about that, like, a couple months ago, how yeah. they had confirmed that they were, you know. And we, we joked at the time of, yeah, some of them are just, they wrote Kingdoms of Amalur 2 on a napkin. Yeah, no, but, like, they reconfirmed that, like, they're actively working on 40-something. Considering the amount of, like, studios and properties they bought. Yeah. yeah, sure. It's like Netflix, where it's like, Netflix promises to put out 600 shows this year. It's like, oh, okay. Like we'll maybe watch five of them. We're gonna be good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. We're one of these days they're gonna come out with some huge blockbuster announcement of all these things, and we're gonna be like, "Fuck, they were so smart, and we didn't even see it's it coming." Be... I'm uh, I'm calling it now. They're gonna be a first person or first like person for the Madbox. Oh my god, no! <laughs> you stop bringing up the. They're Mad gonna Box. be. They're gonna be the. <laughs> biggest I'm the Madbox guy. They're no. gonna be the biggest investor in it. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, all of our games are all 47 of our games are gonna Madbox premiere exclusive. on the Madbox. Maybe not exclusive, but they're gonna be on. The I can't game. wait for Kingdoms of Alamar come Deliverance. <laughs> That's exactly it. Kingdom Box. That's well, the they, name they of the can't. Game. They can't actually use Kingdoms of Alamar, so they just bought Kingdom Come so yeah. that they can like. Kingdoms some of sort of weird uh, coming Amalur. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Damn you, THQ Nordic. Uh, lightning round. Toy, toy fair is around the corner. The New York Toy Fair, where all kinds of companies. It's going on right now. Yes, uh, just started. Yes, today. 
yesterday. Yes. Uh, all kinds of companies are unveiling all kinds of cool stuff, merchandise for games and uh, all so, all manner of sorts. Uh, Hasbro came out with an announcement yesterday where they've unveiled more of their Fortnite Nerf guns as well as Fortnite Super Soakers Ooh. that look pretty cool. So there's the like the AR rifle was the very first one, which I know we talked about previously, but they, they have a couple of different pistols, one of which has a giant silencer on it that like screws off as well. I mean, they've had those for Nerf guns. Yeah, but like it looks cool and it looks like the pistol from the game. There's a, some of the super soakers include the rocket launcher. There's also a... How do you super soak a rocket launcher? It just looks like a rocket launcher and it shoots oh, okay. regular water out. Do you get to stand on the rockets or the water? No, I mean, you could, I guess, if you wanted to. Jesus. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, they had a bunch of like the mini it's blasters. So small though, it looks super awkward. Oh, the the rocket launcher. Yeah. Now, are you looking at the the mini uh, Nerf one, or are you looking at the super soaker? The super soaker okay. one. Because there is also one of the like the mini shots. Yeah, yeah. It it does. It's very small. But there, you got to remember, these are for kids. <laughs> these are for the people who play <laughs> so Fortnite. Small. I know, but like rocket launcher is supposed to be like go on your shoulder and Correct. stuff. Yeah. Not exactly what you're looking for. No. Uh, so they announced that. They announced uh, the, the the funniest looking one was the little mini shooters that just shoot one dart, like little handheld ones. Mm-hmm. But it's shaped like the like the llama, the loot llama. <laughs> that one. Sure. Oh, the um, pinata. Yeah, yeah. That one. That one's pretty funny. I did enjoy that one. But yeah, a couple of different pistols. Uh, the the blaster. So plenty of Fortnite stuff uh, from Hasbro. The Hasbro also confirmed that they're coming out as part of the announcement of. Triple Force Friday, which is the third uh, Star Wars, you know, unveiling event that they've done the past couple of years when the new Star Wars movies have come out. They have Force Friday where all the new Star Wars toys come out. This year, as part of that, they're doing Episode Nine toys. The new Star Wars show is getting toys. But also, uh, the game that we have not seen anything from, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, is also getting action figure lines that are coming out this October. So, Toy Fair coming out with all kinds of stuff. toys for, like, KOTOR or anything? Well, no, yeah, like a lot Force of Unleashed like, did. Uh, Force Unleashed might have had. Force Unleashed had one Lego set. Yeah, I feel like they uh, might have had they a had character figures. I think later on, I think they were like years later as like part of the Black Line. I think they might have put out a, an apprentice figure. I don't know. The only thing I can think of is that there might have been an apprentice like three point seven five. But yeah. you have to remember that that game came out at a time where they weren't making a ton of Star Wars toys because there wasn't Star Wars properties. Like, they would have been making Clone Wars toys at like that did, time. Like, uh, did Battlefront 2's campaign get toys of any kind? Not that I've seen. Yeah. No. So this I is... It just seemed like seems weird that this was the one that, like, before we even saw anything of the game, we got a toy line announcement. Yeah. No, they didn't show any of them. They, they're very tight-lipped yeah. about what they're going to, to show or not show from those properties. But, uh, yeah. More, you know... It's all Ewoks. Sure. Turns out that this game is nothing but Ewoks. Yeah, the Jedi's have fallen and Ewoks have risen up. Well, I mean, a, a Ewok can become a Jedi. Sure. Can he? Yeah, if they have the right midichlorian that, count. Anything, yeah, it's all about the blood. Anything can become a, a, a Jedi. Yeah, if they've got enough midichlorians uh, in their bloodstream. Even one of the um, clone troopers became a Jedi. Mm-hmm. There were robot Jedis, I'm pretty sure. Yes, there were yeah. robot Jedis. Yeah. yeah. So they had... No one doesn't make sense. Well, no, no, they had to force... It's been retconned. Yeah. Or uh, maybe they're like an android, so they've got some inside so they could have a bloodstream. Hmm. There you go. Uh, lightning round, the final item for the lightning round this week. It's an update to a story that we've covered and laughed at a couple of times, which is the ongoing, uh, you stole my dance Fortnite. Uh, this time, uh, Carlton, uh, Alfonso Ribeiro of the Carlton and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was recently denied copyright claim to the Carlton. Uh, they basically, they told them it's not a choreographed routine. It's just like one motion. You can't copyright that. 
So that pretty much strikes down almost any fight that he would have had in that lawsuit. So we may see it get dropped if it hasn't been already. That also doesn't bode well for Millie Rock or the Backpack Kid, uh, who just do the same one move. Yeah, it's just a repetitive motion. Yeah, so it's not a like choreographed dance thing. And I guess they said that his submission was what really sold them on it, that he was wrong. Where like he showed that he did the the dance on Dancing with the Stars. So he's like, no, it's clearly part of a choreographed routine. It's like, but but it isn't because normally the star isn't the one doing the choreography. If anything, the the dancers and the choreographers for that show yeah. did this. So that makes it even further proof that you don't own this. And it wasn't even based on a dance he created. It was based on something Courtney Cox did. Yeah, well, he, he transformed it a little bit to kind of make it his own. But still, like, he yeah, didn't do himself any favors by saying, like, no, look, I did it on this show where all the choreography was done for me. It's mine. Yeah. They're like, no, it's not how nice that works, try. Carlton. So looks like he will not be winning that lawsuit if it even continues moving forward. I doubt it. Doesn't bode well for the others either. Yeah, he's got to just realize he'll just waste money if he keeps going. Yeah. Fortnite even came out this week and kind of did like a whole breakdown of why they feel that the the two milli, milli rock thing is not like copying. They're like, no, look, here's how ours is different. And they like went through it step by step to like prove that it's not stolen. But like, we all know it's stolen, but it's stolen because it's popular and it's not copywritten. So, like, we know what you did, Fortnite, so just shut up and keep your keep your win, you know? So, it is what it is. Um, but that will do it for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, you can also find our main event podcast for the Elimination Chamber also available at the same time in the same places for this week. Um, so you can listen to that if you are a fan of the wrestling. So that is there as well. Remember, we're also on Facebook and Twitter at Broken clock pods so let us know if you've been playing tetris 99 non-stop or what your favorite game of the nintendo direct was uh, or have you played any of the resident evil expansions uh, what do you think about the activision update are you excited for a campaign in call of duty 2019 let us know at facebook and twitter at broken clock pods but once again for the broken clock podcast games cast my name is adam i'm johnny screw you guys and That's that was joe, joe. <laughs> and thanks so much for listening goodbye